Hello and welcome to the Computer Game Show. Little bit of a different intro this week uh, because you might be listening to us on a podcast or you might be listening to us on Dash Radio. That's right, we've signed up with Dash Radio. This podcast will be played out on that radio station. Go to dashradio.com um, five times a week. Five times a week. Now, if you are listening to us on Dash Radio, then I feel we should uh, say hello, introduce ourselves. Uh, This is the Computer Game Show. We're a British weekly podcast about computer games. We say computer games, especially video games. There's a bit of, there's a backstory. Don't worry about that. Just forget it and move on. Um, My name's David Turner. I'm sort of the main attraction to the show. I'm the one that sort of mm. built this up. I've got quite a big, I've got quite a name in England. Uh, and Scotland and parts of Wales. I'm known to be uh, rude. the podfather. Matt, do you mind waiting until you introduce? Thank you. Um, I'm known to be sort of setting up the gaming podcast scene over here and around the world, basically. Well, um, so you'll be, you'll be the reason, uh, I'll be the reason why you'll be uh, coming back. You'll listen again the next day. Uh, I know it. We've got John Denton here. John, do you want to, where, who have you written for? Show them your credentials. Oh, right. Well, yeah, I, sorry, no, I hadn't prepared. Well, why is John oh, second? Sorry. Matt, there was that a question aimed at you? It's very unprofessional. Dash Radio listeners already turning off. Unbelievable. Uh, John. Uh, yeah, this off used to be um, reviews editor on GameCM magazine, used, used to, to run a 360 magazine, uh, went freelancer since written for The Telegraph, Eurogamer, PC Gamer, and pretty much everybody else, OXM, OPM, anything else that you can think of, really. And now, uh, yeah, I do this podcast, so you can see how my career's gone. Whoa, hold on. Upwards. He's lagging you There we go. Upwards. Um, The guy that keeps interrupting, and you wouldn't have heard this if you're catching us for the first time, Um, the guy that keeps interrupting, and as you know, we've had many complaints about Matt talking over people, interrupting, who is this guy, who does he think he is? Uh, A lot of who is this guy? Yeah, Matt, do you want to explain who you are? Oh, can I talk now? Yep. I mean, what I'm thinking is many people listening to us on Dash Radio won't really be familiar with a lot of things that John's saying. So I have been editor of the gamer section on The Guardian for about 10 years now. Um, and uh, I don't I've think been... you can legally say that, though, Matt. Oh, can I? I don't think you can legally say that. Okay. Because um, The I... Guardian's that's so big in America, Matt. Well, great, oh, great yeah. start. Um. I, I, I haven't really done anything in gaming for, but I Matt's am... done nothing. Matt, he, he's got this attitude. I mean, he's done a stream, and he thinks he's Bertie Big Bollocks. He's, he's <laughs> a few streams, <laughs> Dave. Done a few streams. I mean, pretty popular. Yep. Um, that's Matt Murray. We also have a fourth member, James Farley, who uh, can't be with us tonight uh, because he's ill. Um, he'll be the one that you'll tune into next week and you'll be listening to him talk about your favourite game, slagging it off. That's James Farley for you. He'll tell you what happens in the beginning of a game and then he'll say whether it's crap or not and then we'll all move on and wonder why he's here. Uh, but welcome, <laughs> welcome uh, to the computer game show. It's just quite exciting, isn't it, Matt? Yeah, yeah it's super exciting. Um, broadcasting. Do you want to list off the other presenters on Dash Radio so show who we're rubbing shoulders with these oh, days? A little known man called Snoop Doggy Dog. Not sure. Mr. Dog. You... Yeah. I, well, um, I know he's a big fan of computer games, so he'll will he will be listening to this and he'll be going, Oh, next time I'm over there in England, I'm gonna call those guys and smoke a drug with them. 
I so mean, it's fine we'll now. I mean, like, that. we're basically co-workers. We'll probably see him at a Christmas party. Sure. <laughs> yeah, Say Snoop. You, you bloody idiot. Oh, God. <laughs> you. Oh, oh. Dave, and then we'll get him say... on the show, etc. etc. I mean, so there's some great people like Tyler, the creator. Sure. My favorite, T-Boz. T-Boz so is that's... the boy. Yep. yep. DJ, yep. Not, DJ yep. Night yep. Train. <laughs> that's, he's my favorite. Yep. He's one of them. So... Um, I mean, esteemed, esteemed colleagues. We can call them colleagues now. Yeah, uh, we can. And um, I listened to the other gaming uh, radio shows they've got. I think we're going to lift the quality up a little bit. Not so too strap worried. in, strap in if you're listening to us and uh, in- enjoy the ride. Okay, good. Yeah, I mean, Dave, uh, you, you um, can't boast after saying smoke a drug. You can't boast about anything. That was, it was, Sorry. that was awful. That made my skin crawl. Why is that? Smoke a drug. That's like shooty bang bang games and the other crap that you you rail on. That was that bad. Oh, sorry. Have I offended your culture? Sorry, John. Uh, what culture? Absolutely. Not what culture. Yeah, I was going to say something. Culture. <laughs> Matt, have we had any feedback? Sorry, Dash Radio listeners, tune out for a little bit. Go over to Snoop Dogg for a little bit and come back because you won't have heard this. David, give it a couple of weeks and away. you'll love this segment. Feedback from last week's show, Matt. Let's go. Yes, there has been some feedback. Uh, Nick Hanan uh, emailed in. Regarding James con- having conquered 11 of 16 colossi in under four hours and David's disbelief, here are the statistics. According to howlongtobeat.com, the average time for players to beat the main story is actually six and a half hours. James's four hours of playtime uh, is actually 61%, uh, 61% of the average playtime through the whole game. Um, basically, essentially, with this email, what he's saying is James is slightly ahead of average, but not drastically so. Um, yeah, so- I think I must have just remembered this game totally different. Like, John, how about you? Did you think, you know, four hours to do 11 Colossi was crazy or? Uh, four hours to do 11. I when I played it on the PS2, I got lost a lot, and I must say it seems to be easier to navigate on the PS4. And it's not because I can remember where to go; it, it may be purely down to the visuals and it not look all looking the same, and also kind of understanding how the. Well, but then he's never played it before. I don't think it's yeah, unreasonable, exactly. but I think it took me longer when I played it on PS2. Yeah, it's funny you say that, John, because it says here the average time for the for players to beat the PS2 version on that website is actually nine and a half hours. That's actually three hours more than the PS4 version. Okay, but even then, I thought it was like a twelve-hour game. Um, yeah. So maybe, I, maybe I was just way off. And I mean, James has since posted proof. Um, I mean, could be. Oh, he's good obsessed at, with that proof, isn't he? Could be incredibly good at Photoshop, but he's posted the ev, and he, you know, I, I for one believe him. I mean, it's like, hey, it will say it's faked, but I think, I think he's telling the truth. I don't know Ooh, if he's finished it you, now. Matt. But... You're not going to you're not going to turn on him after the whole uh, game of the year show last year. You're not going to use this as a stick to beat him with. You're actually going to go along with him. Well, I mean, he's got proof, and it's uh, it's not fair. He's not here. I'll, I'll wait. I'll wait to do it when he returns to the show after he finishes uh, shitting. Um, Lee <laughs> in New Zealand. Uh, really enjoyed all the Sea of Thieves chat in recent pods, but I realised on last week's show you might have had the wrong end of the stick about the game's upgrade system. Dave and Matt were both talking about a potential of upgrading weapons and items as adding a bit more depth and longevity, uh, uh, longevity to the game. But the short answer here is that there are no upgrades in Sea of Thieves. There are also no in-game shop where you can buy better guns or swords. Um, 
Uh, I was lucky enough to get a tour of the Rare Studios in Tricross uh, a few weeks ago and spoke to a few of the development team and they explained every player will always be getting every voyage with exactly the same weapons and inventory. The idea behind this is it would stop high-level players wiping out newbies with their level 99 blunderbuss or fully pumped out ships uh, wiping the floor with basic vessels. It also means that complete beginners can join a crew of inexperienced play- of experienced players and still make a decent contribution. The only thing you can buy your gold are maps and cosmetic upgrades. I think it's a bit of a risky move for Rare but you can see a lot Logic, um, you see the logic behind it, but what's the point of all that treasure hunting when the only things you can buy are clothes and weapon skins? And that's from Lee in New Zealand. Um, that's that's fair. I mean, I didn't know that, and um, I I think it's a yeah, it's a risky idea. Um, but it's it's quite a noble one. Um, what I will say is that I did read a little bit of like the previews that started leaking out from all these um these press visits. And there is a little bit more to it than that. Um, once you receive, once you you know level up to a certain level, you can uh, you get like an upgraded ship and bits and pieces. It's not simply you're just unlocking new hats and stuff. There is a little bit more to it. Uh, for, well, from what I've read, anyway. Uh, but yeah, no, I I just assumed that you could upgrade your your weapons and stuff. The only thing that confused me was that during the first beta, you had a sniper rifle, a pistol and a sword and in the second beta he had no sniper rifle so it made me think maybe you do still have to buy weapons i'm not like but then maybe that was just for the beta i don't know uh weird one but either way don't care gonna try it gonna love it it's all good yeah it's, it's an interesting good. one uh, um, uh, with this like I, I know dave you were just talking about some of the things they, they are adding on beyond um the you know these cosmetic and map upgrades and all that sort of stuff but i think we saw in destiny 2 even a game that does have obviously tons of loot but much more accessible loot than the original how people dropped off of that because they weren't getting that incentive to it's um, true to, to you know to keep playing and i've talked to before like it's kind of devil's advocate but i talk a lot about how you know people actually do like loot boxes um whether that's they know that they like them or not it, it's kind of irrelevant and i'm not talking about loot boxes in this game but for no, I, I like you say. I think it's definitely noble. I, I, I love the fact that you know it's all about a community playing together, and there's not going to be any advantages, and it's going to kind of be egalitarian in that respect. But at the same time, I, I it concerns me. I'm not going to write anything off yet, but that that concerns me because I think it kind of a little bit flies in the face of both human nature and kind of gamer nature. But um, yeah, we shall see. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see how it works out. But even with Destiny, man, I, I still got like 60, 70 hours out of it. So, well, that's right. I true. know there's for these games, the focus is more on the end game and stuff, but we'll see. We'll see. Too early it's to your tell. issue that, that it's just cosmetic stuff and not anything that's going to actually upgrade your, your weapon set and stuff. Not mine? No, uh, John. Uh, it's not mine. Into, well, yeah, I mean, that is the concern. I'm not saying it's my specific concern. Uh, about playing the game but it's my more my concern about how long it's going to hold on to a community if there is nothing to to drive towards or or you know that because that's what people that's the hooks that have kept people in multiplayer games for for a long time yeah, overwatch is like different overwatch, but, which well, overwatch is, is an exception but it's a blizzard yeah. game with um a highly competitive highly competitive game as well so i think that keeps people looped into that one um see whereas, i'm more concerned about the combat against the non player control characters to be honest with you because at the moment that doesn't seem fun uh but it might just be early days with that and it might get fun later um, yeah I mean, listen if i can get 50 hours out of this game laughing my ass off then happy days you know it's not, it's not yeah, i'm yeah. not concerned at all and obviously like you say i mean it's beyond too early to ride it off we're not even 
played the thing yeah beyond the beta so uh just a just a concern when i heard that but you know yeah we shall see man all right yeah um gavlar uh tweeted in uh disgusting to hear you guys slang off the ponder jazz for me it's one of the best small hatchbacks i've ever driven (laughs) i knew i knew it was gonna get i knew we were gonna get messages about the honda jazz I'm sorry. I said that. I said at the time before we started slating it. I was. I'm sorry. I hate people that do that and whatever. But it's just I've seen. Yeah, I'm not a fan of that car. Although saying it, I've never driven it, so I'm a scumbag for saying that. So it just ignore my opinion. Also, I know fuck all about cars, so don't worry about it. Don't listen to anything that I've got to say about motor vehicles. No, Dave, you, you love the red ones. They're the, they're the fast ones, aren't they? John, they uh, are. thoughts on the Honda Jazz? Never driven one, mate, but um, you know I rate a Japanese car, so I haven't got an issue with it from uh, from an outsider's point of view. Uh, no. You know what? I prefer American cars. <laughs> <laughs> okay, next. Uh, uh, Gary Dutton. Um, he had a question, and I, I had a similar question to myself, actually. Um, he was quoting you from last week, Domino's with weird symbols on in Yakuza. Is Dave talking about Mahjong? Now, when you mentioned that last week, and I thought, oh, he's, he, he probably means Mahjong. No, then, no, yeah, but why didn't you say anything? But no, you can't but, but, say that because, now. Because James didn't correct you, and I thought, well, James obviously knows he's played the game. Uh, but James didn't correct you. And then James later on Twitter said, oh, yeah, I thought the same thing. So if anything, James is probably a liar. Uh, well, is it Mahjong? Oh, well, well, slow, slow down. Matt, you can't just go, oh, yeah, ma, ma, <laughs> what's it called? Mahjong. <laughs> yeah, Mahjong. You must have heard of that before. No, right? how, where would I have heard of that? Uh, in, like it's one of default Windows games. I don't know. Like it's just Mahjong. Just I thought everyone knew about that. I've I've ne- I've never heard of that game. I've never heard what that game. Really? When I sat that's, down, I don't know how insane. to play it. I don't know how is that insane. Where would I have come across this? This I, game? I, not, I not, not having heard of it and not knowing how to play it. That's not something that's less likely. Okay, fair enough. I don't right? know how to but I would, play it. Would you put that because I think Gary hilariously compared it to chess. Would you say it's as well famous as chess? I wouldn't, oh God, no, I wouldn't agree with well, that. Well, probably because there's more people in China than there are in any other country. You said, is it more world famous? Right. Well, there's a billion people in China, so if you play it by the numbers, it probably is more famous than chess, isn't it, Dave? No, no well, uh, but that's not what I said, though, was but it? You said I said more world, world famous. famous. Yeah. So has it broken the rest of the world like it has? Well, how many, do they play chess in fucking Papua New Guinea? I, I don't know, mate. Right, you don't have any facts for this bullshit this argument, have you? What a the bullshit argument! I'm not arguing. What I'm saying is that I've never heard of it. What the, that's no. That's you said my is, it, is it more world famous? I no, said probably based right, on okay. the fact that it's the national game in China and that's the most populous country in okay, the world. John, John, listen, right? I'm saying I've never heard of it, and you guys are going, "Well, you must have." Well, I haven't. So what no, do you no, want from me? No, that's fine. But then you you said that it's not you know it's not as world famous as chess. But you've got nothing to as base I, that I, on. I said, is it as world famous as chess? Mm, okay. Like you, Actually, you turn John, around, I, you, I, I, you turn around. To... Dave here, right? I mean, just because China has a billion, oh no, yeah, uh, okay. <laughs> well, I mean, more people around the world, I would imagine, know about chess. It doesn't matter if there are a billion people playing mahjong in China or whatever. That's what I'm saying. But what? What are you saying that nobody <laughs> well, it's else? Not so numbers, but, so your argument reach. is there? There's a billion people playing it, but no one else knows about it. Yet your other argument, Matt, was that everyone knows about it because it's one of the default games on Windows. No, 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 no. Matt, 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 Matt's point was perfect. Matt, Matt point was perfect. Thank he you, said, David. It's not about numbers; it's about reach. You didn't say that. When yes, did he did say that. He just said that. Oh, I didn't hear you because I was talking over you. How's it feel? Yeah. 
uh, yeah, Gary come in all smug. Oh my God, he's not heard of that game. I don't know what you want from me, mate. No, I've not heard of it. Sorry about that. It, it, well, I sat down. It was a weird Domino's game with weird little like symbols on it and I just steady. thought I, I don't know what this is what do you mean steady nothing I've worked, nothing. Um, I, I think you should do uh, like a, a streaming series learning Mahjong on Twitch oh, I don't no. think I should Matt I've fuck got no, no interest in Terrible learning idea. it nope not happening okay. Adam late to the party 82 on Twitter take him a two month child out in the pram listen to the latest computer game pod and Matt Murray refers to me as his friend it's made my day thanks buddy Adam I was being sarcastic um, <laughs> Gad, uh, Jesus Junkyard Gary Dooson, lads, I cleaned up on Capone's quiz. I can't believe he didn't get sensible soccer immediately. I can't, Fake, yeah. ga- fake you, game. You, you is Gary on? just turned into the smuggest prick in the world? What is this? this You've not heard of me, John? You didn't get the answer to the questions, right? <laughs> but like, what, what is this? What is this attack? Is this because we haven't invited him I on I was fuming listening to that, to that uh, quiz last week. Loved the fact Why? that there was a quiz. Same reason. It's like, you're not getting, su- you're not getting sensible soccer. From goal scoring superstar heroes um, like fake, you are no, fake no, games. I mean, grandma no. hosting. I heard, I heard grandma hosting. What did you say, Matt? No, what did you think about my hosting <laughs> skills last week? Oh yeah. Well, I do have some notes generally about the show. Well, I started some notes and then I got so busy that I forgot. But I've written some stuff it, almost in shorthand. I can't do shorthand. Uh, my notes say, um, "You're a prick." Version two. So I remember you calling me a prick again, Matt. I, you know, I mean, you're just asking for trouble, really. Then it says letters and tweets. No idea. Probably something that James did wrong. They were dreadful. <laughs> and then I've written, Great. I'm not a psychopath, I'm friendly, which if anybody finds, will probably be a terrifying thing to find written on a random piece of paper by me. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm glad that's... I think people keep calling me a psychopath, but I'm not a psychopath, I'm friendly. Um, but yeah, Matt's... I meant to write some notes about your uh, your hosting skills or lack thereof, Matt. I mean, that was that was an absolute clusterfuck. I thought I just do it. I left back to it. And I thought it was, it was like right, a, it was like the fucking communist way of doing a, a quiz show where you just bent to everybody's whims for a minute and just tried to make. That's it what I'm saying. It was like watching a football match where the referee listened to the players that were shouting at him. <laughs> oh, was it offside? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, got on. Oh, we'll make it offside then. Like it was just there was no no rhyme or reason to the way he was going because I listened back to it and there was a bit where James just listed off games and then finally got to sensible soccer. And um, Matt said, okay, James, you get a point. And I went, hold on. He just listed off games. You said we could have one each. And you went, yeah, good point. No point for James. <laughs> but I'd done it the round before. I did exactly the same the round before. And I just thought, when I listened to it back, I thought, Matt had zero control. You know when you're watching a football match mm. and you just think the refs lost control of this one? Like, it's just pandemonium on the pitch that no one knows what's going on. No, he's not caught on over. the clear line. It was, it was fucking Matt. So, Matt, I think every time we play a game now, you have to be the the host. Yeah, I think next time I'm host, um, I'm going to be a very strong host. I'm going to be a very good host and a very fair host. Well, some some people. Okay, that, that's weird. <laughs> Sli- <laughs> what, what, slightly what, unnerving. What <laughs> <laughs> slightly unnerving host. I don't well, know. We got an, e- we got an like e- email from Capone Stop Adam. Talking over him. He sent. He sent. Um, he sent me an email saying that he wasn't happy with your uh, your because it was his idea for the game and it was a bit of a mess of a game in the first place. But he wasn't happy with your hosting skills, so he sent me an email and I'm going to try and read this because it's just fucking nonsense. He suggested another game for us to play. We're not going to play it. I'm just going to read it out to you. Hey, I don't think this from Adam Capone. Hey, I don't think Matt did justice to my game last week. I'm going to try this one more time, and I want you to be the host, as I think you'll be able to make it much more fun. Right? Oh, great. This is Thanks, his Adam. idea for a game. Okay? to be something. 
Okay, so this game is called Back to the Future of Gaming. Great Scott, he's written that. <laughs> he's written that. <laughs> Have you ever thought about how Gotti discussions only come about with the birth of gaming podcasts? It's true. Great Scott, he's written it again. We need to go back in time to before the adventure of podcasting had begun to correct this. Together, you must all decide on a year and travel to and spend two minutes and and 18 seconds discussing and agreeing the Gotti for that specific year. What Great the Scott, fuck are you must talking go- about? Exactly. This is the sort of mail I get from Adam Capone. People people genuinely message me. This is a sort say, of mail. Is, are you trying to pander to American listeners nowadays? Yeah, a little bit. And <laughs> I it, say tube. Right, okay, Matt. Calm down. So down. I've had two beers. <laughs> he said, he'd like this is the people say to me is adam capone like this in real life yes he is sometimes it's great sometimes it's fucking irritating uh great scott we must go back but we must go before we are too late choose your year now and then it says in brackets you can't mention the games until after they decide what does that mean? Right, I'm not going to read the rest of the email, but it goes on. He writes, Great Scott, another one, two, three, four, five times. Uh, and and the game goes absolutely nowhere. Okay. The, last, the last sentence in brackets is, I think this is a good natural conclusion to <laughs> Capone's stupid game. That's that's the end of the email. I don't know what Capone was thinking. We're not going to play his game. We have got a backlog of games from our listeners sent in. We will start them next week. I promise you. And Matt will be the host every time because I yeah. want to see him improve his game show host skills. Yeah, I'm going to be a great game show host. Possibly the best there ever, ever was. That is it for feedback. Um, if you want to leave us feedback or any questions, thoughts, feelings on the show, it's at Computer Game Pod on Twitter or you can email the computer game show at gmail.com john uh, because james isn't here this week it's uh, as we said to you this morning you're doing the news what you got for us uh, well yeah i mean we got the message this morning that james is unwell and then uh, you nominated me to do the news and i said yeah i'll try and do the news i'm extremely busy today i've actually written uh, over three thousand words uh, i've edited a video you know just yeah three thousand words that's all you know a third of a dissertation in one day just normal stuff so yeah i didn't really get to do much news um i'm actually okay. slightly disappointed that james i know james is ill today but like you could have put four euro gamer links in a google doc can he from Ooh. his bed okay Ooh. i'll tell you this though john yeah right you couldn't make it last week you could have put a couple of the emails in the doc you didn't know did you james did it so as much as we dig out james he stepped in for you in your time of need Right. Yeah, Initially, fair. you told us it was work. It turns out you were dicking about with a mate. Right. No, you let that no, slip before work. we no, started recording the show. Don't even start. Don't even start. Mm, dicking about with a mate, and and now it's you're nonsense. saying that you can't you can't just put the news in. Well, yeah. No, because I you know put the news in. That's the problem. Put the news in. What does that mean? We have to find the news. It means uh, copy and work. paste from you again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you know, I I don't think I've done anything wrong. I tried. I put one story in there that we you can talk about. You didn't try. How did you try? <laughs> Where was the trying? I yeah, tried to tell you, you that I wasn't going to do it, and you didn't listen. <laughs> <laughs> John, man, come on. He, like, I feel sorry for James. Oh, no, 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 yeah, fine. I should, do you know what? I really regret saying that about James, because that was unfair. He's unwell, and I hope he feels better. And he's right. And you're right. He did put the tweets and emails. Did a piss-poor effort reading them out, but we already knew that. That's why I took him <laughs> over. The real question is, what the fuck have you been doing all day? 
What do you mean? I've been You're the main one. Why can't... Yes, well, I've not. You're the main one. You could do some fucking news for once. Okay, right. I'll say to you... I'll say to you what I say to James and Matt when they start Don't getting wild. Right? Do you want to edit the podcast tomorrow? All right. Do you want to do that? All right. Do you want well, to edit and publish the podcast tomorrow? Yeah, all right. Do you want to do that? Yeah, sure. Okay, we'll you can do that tomorrow. It'll be shit, though. Fine. First one on Dash Radio. Oh, right, okay, so that's it. You're going you're gonna to do what I do when Joe asked me to do the housework. I fuck it up on purpose to try and, to try and never be asked again. Is that what's going to happen? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> John, come on, you know I put the effort in. Don't turn, don't use that argument against me. Don't ever use that argument against me. Oh, no, no, don't, don't, don't bring out the ever. Don't bring out the ever. Once is fine. Don't bring out the ever. That's too aggressive. <laughs> That's too aggressive. <laughs> oh, sorry, John. Have I been too aggressive for I'm once? I'm not aggressive. Bloody hell. No, no, I've just He's not threatened us every normal. Week. What was that line you said? <laughs> I'm not a psychopath. I'm very friendly. But it's true. Well, I, people meet you and go, oh, God, that John's a psychopath. They don't say that. Well, I don't think they do. They say, oh, that John is <laughs> quite friendly. Don't say to your face. Yeah, well, I, I hope not, because I'll be trouble. Oh, you kill <laughs> <laughs> right, go on. I'm okay, so what news story have you plucked out? Eurogamer's parent company, Gamer Network, has been bought by a PAX operator, Readpop. Now, I know, basically, there wasn't a huge amount of news this week. I mean, I did actually go through and check the previous week of Eurogamer stories, you know, the equivalent job. And it wasn't anything that happened. So Burnout this, Paradise yeah, being announced, that yeah. wasn't... Yeah. Well, well that, that was announced before, wasn't it? it? Oh, right. no, 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 we no. talk about that afterwards. Okay, we've done it. Yeah. It's been announced. Four K. Yeah, it's coming out March. <laughs> there you go. Done. Uh, right. Well done. Uh, <laughs> so Eurogamer's parent company has been bought by Pax uh, operator Repop. Now Eurogamer was obviously basically done out of someone's garage, uh, Rupert Roman's garage, like eighteen years ago. Started and it's built and built, 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 built. Obviously has the, the you know the main Eurogamer site has EGX, has Rock Paper Shotgun, VG Twenty Four Seven, a bunch of other things. And they built basically built an empire down there in Brighton. And then they finally um, they've not cashed out because they're they're staying on, but they, they finally sold to to this big company. And it's it's kind of an interesting situation for the state of gaming expo and events in, in the UK. I know, Matt, you mentioned something on, on WhatsApp just after this, and I thought I wouldn't reply. I'll, I'll save it for the show. Um, from an editorial point of view, I hope that the, the you know the website stays the same and all that sort of stuff. I'm sure it will. I'm sure the company hasn't bought them to change them in that respect. But, uh, you know, the, the, the company that owns, well, that runs PAX, the company that owns uh, Comic-Con New York, um, is now basically effectively running... EGX as well. EGX is also just announced in Berlin. So this could be an interesting time for these types of shows in the UK. This could really become Gamer Network's, you know, main business going forward, which means a lot more opportunities to go and, you know, see games, see panels, be with other people, you know, the community. It could really genuinely uh, increase, you know, community interaction within this country and within Europe generally around uh, gaming. And Matt, you mentioned that it may open the door for PAX to come to the UK as well. Yeah, I mean, I, I, like, I've always been jealous of, you know, of, of the poor who can get to go to PAX where they, they listen to like, their favorite podcast live and loads of like, the funny panels and this and that and uh, and it's never had never been over here. I'm for sure there was like talk of it, but um, if it was like a one-day event, anyway, either way, if this feels like this could very much lead to Apex UK or maybe EGX is changing. Who knows? But um, yeah, it's, it's, it's exciting. I'm more interested in that side of it than them just owning, you know, Digital Foundry and, and that sort of network of, of gaming websites. And I'm, I'm hope, hopefully those will, will remain the same. And it's more just the event side that they're going to potentially take into Europe and UK. But yeah, I'm excited to see what happens next for sure. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see how they approach their their expos over here now. I mean. 
if I was a big company like that and I bought out and, you know, someone was doing a, a, a show at one of my expos, I'd probably give the main one an Xbox One X just to say thanks and thanks for all the support and that and what a great show you're going to do definitely live. Reason, definitely there's any reason to do that. Why is that? What's the point? I don't, because of what my... I don't think that's part of the deal. Sorry. No, oh, that wasn't mentioned could be, though, It wasn't in the story. Could be. I want to know how much of this deal Chris Bratt has said is because of him. Do you know what I mean? I imagine him swanning into the office, turning around to everyone and going, let's face it, people come to Eurogamer for me. I put this, I put this website on the map uh, and he's claiming victory on this one. It's just the kind of guy he is. Tweet him, I, let him know. Wouldn't put it past him. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. Um, right, that's it for news, is it? Yeah. Oh, burnout's coming out. Apparently. For news? Burnout's coming out. I'm really d- like uh, not surprised. Really, I think again we we sort of touched on this a little while ago when the rumours were doing around yeah. that this could be them testing the waters and saying, look, how big is this burnout name, and can it replace Need for Speed, which has dramatically dropped in the past like few years? Um, and I mean, it's easy to fall into that trap of being in your bubble on the internet and seeing people go nuts for it, uh, as they rightfully were. Um, that, the, the um, upgrade to the, the visuals looks fantastic, doesn't it? I, I assume you've all seen the trailer. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it, it looks so much better. Um, I'm really interested to see what they've done with the controls because we were chatting to chat about this privately and we've both played it recently and, you know, we both come for, I think you were against me when I said this, John, but um, it feels dated to play now. Um, I mean, it still had that great arcade feel to it. It's still very much playable, but the way the car swings around, I don't know, maybe things have moved on from that a little bit and there's just a little bit more realism in the, in these games these days. I don't know if they're going to touch the controls. I, I don't, and, I, a, a, I don't think bit. they are and B, I don't want them to because then you're fundamentally changing what the game is. And I, I get what you mean because if you come from a Forza Horizon where obviously the cars have that much more weight and, it, you know, Burnout has that very, very light handling um, with the cars almost feel like they're made out of cardboard or, or sort of fiberglass or something like that. But um, I, I played it quite a lot when it became backwards compatible and I, I didn't feel like it felt old. So that's just like a sort of fundamental disagreement then. It, it, you kind of can't really convince the other person the other way. It's just like, no, no, yeah, no. I think this, I think this. Um, I'd be surprised if they touch anything other than the visuals. But, uh, yeah, you're probably yeah, right. We may be you're wrong. Probably but right. I mean, there's going to be some interest. There was a lot of talk about whether DJ Atomica is going to be in it. And I know that's like all tongue-in-cheek, all that chat. But if he is, they're going to have to either re-record lines or just really limit him to what you're saying. Because, you know, I plan on it, Xbox and he's he's like backwards compatible. Mm. And he's chucking out lines that are just not relevant anymore. <laughs> you know, they're talking about like websites that don't exist and email us at Criterion and all this sort of shit. Oh, yeah, and yeah, yeah. It's, it's really strange. If, I, I'll be I'm sure they can get him in to re-record. I'm sure he's not busy. The other, <laughs> the other, yeah, but he might sound older now. You know what I mean? That's like true. a proper gruff voice. And the other thing was, uh, I really hope that they put in the vote Obama <laughs> billboards that they had in the original game just to like, give you that little bit of nostalgia. Oh, yeah. Do you remember when they did that? It was nuts. Yeah, it was. Just the, people got up in arms about it. Well, the, you know, um, a certain side of the uh of the country got uh, of america got a little bit upset the fact that obama was like campaigning mm. on a computer game it's it weird as well since burnouts from guildford in england <laughs> yeah. 
they didn't care. They probably got a fuck ton of money for that. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, they could give two did, shits. Did, but crash mode wasn't in Paradise, was it? They had, there's a sort of crash mode. It was nowhere near as good as it was in Burnout 2 or 3. Um, cause Burnout 2 or 3 was set pieces. You, you, it was like a puzzle game, essentially. Yeah. Um, with this one, it was, I can't remember. They had a different name for it, but you could at any point h- click both sticks in and your car would just spin out and you could control it. But the problem was it wasn't really well thought out because you could literally just go on forever. And it got to the point where it was like, you know, in Bill and Ted, where they fall down that hole and then they're <laughs> falling for so long they get bored and then they start just chatting to each other. That's what the crash mode felt like in that. Like after about 10 minutes of crashing, you were like, I'm just going to stop now because like I could keep going, but this is going to go forever. Uh, so yeah, it wasn't quite as good. Uh, but it wasn't say, about that, you know. Uh, Paradise, I, I didn't really like as much as the other Burnout games. I felt, I mean, a lot, I, I know it's, you know, loads of people loved it and stuff, but I felt going to open worlds sort of robbed it of, for me, like the really amazing point to point racing. And you couldn't really compare it, Matt, because I mean, I'm with you. I think I'm, my favorite Burnout is Burnout 2, right? I absolutely adored that game. God knows how many yeah, hours I spent on it back in the day, right? Some people say they prefer Burnout 3, um, some people prefer Paradise. Uh, the, the thing is, is that they, they were so different. Like, they really were. They, I mean, they controlled well and they made Paradise feel as much like the older games as they possibly could but the very nature of the game was so different to what burnout 2 and 3 were that you kind of go uh, i can't really say like i can't really turn around and go oh i wish they did this one because it feels i don't know it just feels well, like it's a completely different, different game i, I can respect. say that i preferred the other uh more focused uh, burnouts rather than this open world one but yeah but then there was there were certain aspects of the open world version that were better than the old ones like the online stuff was miles better than uh anything uh, yeah yeah that, that was fun yeah uh, and then they um, announced eight player online racing for this and 60 frames second so uh yeah i'm looking forward to seeing it was it march sometime in march is coming out so yeah it's like the 13th it's just around the corner isn't it is it mm. 13th something like that or yeah i mean it's pretty soon so i'm i mean i'm gonna have to get it because harry's obsessed with burnout anyway so to get it with nicer graphics is is going to be uh is going to be a bonus um and uh, you know to get to play the online side of things again uh and hopefully relive some of those moments that'd be fantastic yeah, it comes out march 16th and 16th. E- uh, ea access owners on so Xbox will play it a week early. So uh, March 9th, EA Access subscribers. Nice. Nice. Sighting. I'll play it. Mm-hmm. I'll play it. It's, it's, it's been a weird start to the year. Real feel, feels slower than it usually does at this point in the year. Uh, but it seems like March is sort of building up now and there's some, there's some real crackers lined up. That's because so. you haven't played uh, the big guns. Yeah. No, well, I did, what, Celeste? So oh, no, Sun and Monster Hunter. Hunter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've, I mean, that's not really... Uh, yeah, I, I'm not sure how much I'll get on with that, but whatever. Okay, fine. Uh, is that it? That's it for news then? That's it for news. Let's let's do what we've been playing then, and if you don't mind, I will start us off. Um, because of the update, the Super Mario Odyssey update come out this, this week. Oh, yeah. And um, have you guys been playing this? No. Uh, Elliot's had a go. I've not. Really? I, I, I mean, I love it. Um, I just don't think it's got legs, which is fine because it's a free upgrade. Yeah. Uh, the interesting thing that it's done, it's completely got rid of the grinding for gold coins thing. Like within oh, yeah, about, an, about this. yeah, within about an hour of it coming out, I had the skeleton suit 
Um, and within a couple of hours of it coming out, I had all of the new costumes and everything because they were quite pricey as well. There was one for five thousand, one for three thousand, uh, and stuff like that. And I just the, the the game absolutely pumps coins out. Um, it does this thing where it says, "Hey, travel to this kingdom, and the rewards will be doubled." Um, and you, you know, although you're paying out a lot more, it, you get so many coins back that it just makes the whole saving up for coins not a thing yeah which I, saw, is f- I saw a screenshot and it's like someone hasn't found your balloon here's twenty one thousand coins yeah i know <laughs> it's it's nuts but to be fair i would rather it be like that than how it was before where you get to the end of the game and you've just got to do the same little level bit over and over again to get 150 coins every time you do it that, that one in um bowser's kingdom i just had enough of doing that and th- i was getting so sick right of this happened three times in the three weeks leading up to this update, where I'd got up to about six, seven thousand coins, went to work, come back, logged on, and Harry had spent them all on moons. <laughs> I've already got nine hundred ninety-nine moons. I don't need any more moons. But he's just yeah. I load I, up. I had six thousand I mean, moons, uh, six thousand coins the other day, and LED for oh, well, Daddy, I want to play Mario, like totally out of the blue. And uh, I put on assist mode, and then she went to Red Shop and spent every one of, <laughs> every yeah, one of the coins. It's, it's nuts. I do. I, I, it, you always. I always log on. I'm in the Metro Kingdom, and I've got a, just a just a huge screen full of moons. And I'm going. Well, what am I going to do? I, even if I put them into the Odyssey, it's not going to go any higher. The number's not going to go up. I wish they increased the cap. <laughs> just uh, that would have been that would have been uh, a good way of doing it. Just increase the cap. The only problem with the only negative side of it is that it's completely pointless in me playing um uh in playing balloon world anymore because it's just you know you get coins but i've already got 9999 coins again and i've got nothing to spend them on uh which is a shame but whatever uh yeah it's fun and it's really interesting to see the trends of people hiding them and people coming up with clever uh ways to hide them my favorite um, balloon that I've found so far was in the Wooded Kingdom and you know there's that area where you get in a tank and you've got to sort of blast a wall mm-hmm. to create a path for Mario to jump up someone had gone down to that tank blasted the wall and hidden it within the wall nice so so I was like where the fuck is it oh there's the tank so I got in a tank I blasted a few squares on the wall and then I found it and then it was the task of actually getting up to it it was like and all doing that in about 35 seconds I was absolutely um, yeah it was good like, like that stuff is good um, but for some reason there are some people glitching balloons there's situations where people are managing to put them in places that are just impossible to get um, and there's the other problem of it so when you uh, go up to Luigi it says look do you want to find a balloon or hide a balloon you hit find and then it gives you a list of I want to say uh, about 12, 12 or 16 balloons that you can find it gives you a choice um and a lot of them are in the same places uh hopefully that the the further you go i mean when i first started playing it just after it launched everyone was hiding it in the same places it's getting a little bit more varied now but um yeah uh, it's still there are trends where the arrow will point in a certain way and you'll know exactly where it is before you even move um but other than that, I mean, it's a free upgrade and it, I must have put about four hours into it already and I'm still really enjoying it. I haven't done it in all the kingdoms. Some kingdoms work better than others, obviously, because the game's not designed for this sort of minigame. But um, like the, 
the Sand Kingdom's a really good one to do it in. The Metro Kingdom, obviously, is really good. Um, Luncheon Kingdom can be a bit difficult, but I, I, I had enough fun with that. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm bang up for it, and I'm, I'm really happy they've done it. I'm just really interested to see what they do next, if there's going to be another update, or if it's going to be a little bit more substantial, like, what's the plan? Because they can't just drop it. They can't just go, okay, that's it, Super Mario Odyssey, done now. I, I'm going to imagine we're going to see two or three of these other quite different mini games but within that within that universe and then that i disagree i think the next one's going to be a bigger upgrade i thought i think the next one might be um uh another kingdom genuinely i think it's going to be i guess we're nearing e3 time now so i guess that would that that would make sense for a much larger uh drop but uh yeah it'd be interesting it's whether they do it for free or not it's whether they do it for free or not i mean how much would you pay for new kingdom for one new kingdom, uh, five quid maybe tops. I mean, I'd pay anything because I've got to get it. But like, I just kind of think that this is quite a. This is a, obviously a huge title for them, and the more they build on it with free stuff, the bigger it's going to seem. Um, I, I mean, my gut tells me it's Nintendo. They're going to charge you for any sort of substantial update, but. I think there's a chance that they might just keep building on this thing, keep, keep chucking stuff at it because they know it's going to be selling consistently throughout its uh, the Switch's life at this point. They're not going to just release a Super Mario Odyssey 2 next year. So keep drip, keep drip feeding it. Um, I think we'll keep it, you know, high up in the sales charts and certainly we'll sort of, it will maintain its price point. Uh, it's not going to drop in price. So maybe that's a way to sort of just keep those sales going at the, the, that price point i don't know um yeah good though good i i, I like i like this from nintendo it's, it's nice stuff um I, I must say it doesn't really i mean interest me at all really i mean i, I it, when i saw it before yeah it looks fine but i know i'll, I'll hide one balloon and find one balloon and that have me done but uh I'm sure I'll give it a go, but it, it hasn't made me rush out to try and uh, update yeah, the game. Yeah, but you've not blitzed Mario. You've not blitzed the game, have you? You've not. No, I mean, I'm you've not still... even done the 500 mood challenge. No, I haven't played in ages. That's what I'm saying. So, I mean, I'll for someone that's play Celeste, I haven't, I haven't put in Mario. So, for someone that's done everything you can possibly do in this game, it's sort of a breath of fresh air. Um, and I'm not done with Mario Odyssey. I, I still want to play it. I still like it. And I wish there was more content. And this has injected more content into it. And even if it is only four or five hours worth, it's still, you know, nice to be back playing that game because I love the way I, I just love it. I love playing it. Um, the only thing that I did wish that it had, um, and if I was being really critical and, and picky, I, I wish there was an easy way to like sort of just set challenges for say john was playing it regularly i know james plays it and i'd, I'd love to do to have sort of a challenge between just the two of us so like you get one oh, attempt to find my balloon and no you can't yeah, yeah, i mean yeah. i can find james's balloons because it comes up in rotation when you're when you're looking for balloons in certain kingdoms so james uh does come up and i select him and i find his balloon but i wish there was like a score system where i set james one and then he can set one back mm. and so on and again i've mentioned it before local play would have been really good where i could hide one and harry has to find it and harry hides one and i've got to find it and stuff um if there was more to it that that then it would have kept me playing it a little bit more but for now i'm done i'll go back to it in a in a couple of weeks or so and um well what am i kidding who am i kidding when harry demands that i play it on on the weekend i'll play it but 
uh, yeah, I'm not gonna. I mean, I absolutely blitzed it when it first came online. So uh, maybe it's my own fault, really, for caning it too much. I just wish there was a little bit more to it. Still, free upgrade. Nice. Nice. Um, the only other games that I've been playing this week, I, I played a lot more Yakuza 0 and I'm, I traded it in this weekend. I, I've decided that it's not a game for me. I, I, it, I'd be very, I mean, John, you love playing games and, um, sort of deciding for yourself. You don't like being told what you like and what you don't like. And I totally get that, but I'll be very surprised if you like this mm. because it just feels like there's a lot of time wasting in it. And it got to the point where there was a fantastic cutscene, and it was like a 20, 30 minute cutscene, but it was brilliant. Like it was full of funny moments and just building this character up and stuff. It was, it was the one it, for those of you that played it, it was the one in the nightclub. The first time you meet the second character, Really well done, really interesting. And then once you got control of that character, you were doing the same shit again. Like meeting characters that that it feels though they uh, it feels as though they want every character in the game to be this massive personality. But because of that, they spend too much time with characters that you don't really give a shit about. And there's a lot of chatter that just doesn't need to be in there. It feels like pure filler. And I'm just like, mate, honestly, I don't care about you. Why are you spending so much time talking? It's like, imagine playing Zelda Breath of the Wild and every little character in a village has like, a, you know, 20 minutes worth of dialogue to go through. It's just like, mate, I, 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 some characters can be background. They can be like sort of just seasoning they don't have to be like this i don't know some people well a lot of people like this game and i feel bad for slating it it's just not for me if you like it fair play i'm happy that you like it i just cannot get on with this game at all so i traded it in for um uncharted lost legacy and i have played about an hour and a half of that and i've enjoyed it immensely from what I've played so far. I mean, it's utterly stunning to look at. The characters are interesting. They move the story on at a decent pace. Um, I'm really, I, I can't wait to get on with that. Like, I, I'm really, really enjoying that. So, yeah, all good. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I, I would like to play that because although when that got announced and, and then it came out, I thought, oh, I'm, I'm done with Uncharted. Uncharted 4 was good, but I'm, I'm was sort of glad that it, it seemed like it was, oh, it was the same. Drawing, to, yeah. drawing to an end. But uh, this obviously got talked about really highly in a lot of the Game of the Year stuff I heard, so particularly on Giant Bomb. Uh, so if I ever see it cheap or, you know, anywhere in a shop, I, I might pick it up because I'm, I, I, I'm not quite in the post Uncharted 4 funk anymore, so I wouldn't mind going back to that oh, Yeah, that, that's exactly how I feel. I feel there's been enough time between me playing Uncharted 4 and now to say, actually, I could probably do a shorter version of an Uncharted game again, um, just to blitz through and have fun with, um, and just look at the stunning settings that, it's, that it's got in it. So, um, so far, so good. I'll be interested to see where it goes. Uh, it seems a lot more open world than Uncharted's ever been before. Yeah, here's so a hub world, I want to see how they do that. There is, yeah, and I'm in that at the moment, uh, driving about and going to different places and checking stuff out. So, um, I like, I, I like to know how they handle all that stuff. Um, and, uh, just very briefly, uh, Harry, uh, had some birthday money for his birthday. It was his birthday this weekend. He's four. Uh, he had some birthday money. So naturally, the first thing he wanted to buy was Marion Rabbids. So we got that on Switch now. Um, and I played the first world, I think. Um, and it seems all right. It's not as painful as I was expecting. So, yeah, I will give a 
better opinion of that game hopefully next week did harry want that game or did uh you like look harry i swear to god honestly have you you must watch you don't watch children's telly do you well we just like, watch netflix. watches like netflix and stuff honestly that yeah, advert has just on. been it's been non-stop oh, really? it's been non-stop so he's just like every time it comes on i want that i want that and the moment uh joe turned around to him and said look you got some birthday money. What do you want to buy? He said, Marion Rabbids. And then Joe looked at me like the way you're looking at me now, Matt. Yeah, no, he's like, Harry, what do you want? He's like, Lego. Uh, Marion Rabbids. Let's go to the game. It was only 35 quid in game. I was, it was the cheapest that I could find it God. in game. And there second was me hand. last week saying, who shops there? Second, no, hand, first with no, hand. second hand with no case. <laughs> no, first hand. No, I'm joking. Uh, first hand. First hand. Yeah, I get that. First hand. That's not a saying. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> okay. I'm going to play that this week. Interested to is see how, uh, how it pans out. No, he no, won't play it, which makes it, Joe so. even no. He said it's too hard. So, old dad's got to step in and he oh, play so games. Well, let's, 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 just take it back and get a refund, and he use the money to buy something he wants to play. Wants to play. I've got to be a parent, Matt. Got to be a parent. Okay, I'm a parent. Good. I'll trade it in for one of the games I want later. Um, Matt, what have you been playing? I um, Well, just before this episode, uh, just to, um, before we start recording, I finished uh, Life is Strange Before the Storm, uh, episode three. I did episode two on Saturday, and I finished uh, episode three tonight. Oh, wow. Okay, so what did you think of, like, our reaction was episode one and two, utterly incredible, episode three shits a bit a bit. What do you think? I thought episode one, um, good and intriguing. I thought some of the writing was a bit, a bit, you know, a bit weak. Uh, episode two, I thought was fucking brilliant. I thought it was so good. I, and yeah, it's yeah, good. I like it. It did. It got me surprisingly emotional, uh, particularly like the play, the play bit. Uh, I thought that was yeah, that's really... what we were talking. We mentioned that at the time, but we had to talk around the issue a little bit. But that whole play scene could have been so crap, but it, it manages to pull it off with such. I don't know, man. It was it was really surprising. The fact yeah. that you were learning lines before it, and then suddenly someone else goes off the script and you're suddenly like you're like what i wasn't expecting that i thought this was going to be like a memory mini game turns out it's not uh and it really hits you yeah like what's yeah, been no, said I, on I, stage I that, that, that was so well pitched and like obviously it had been the story of of, of uh chloe and rachel have been sort of building up up to that point and you definitely you, you knew something was was building in terms of their, their feelings and the emotions and stuff and it was just i thought that that scene that sequence was perfectly pitched and yeah i thought that was fantastic and then by the end of episode two there's loads of different um story threads that's all weaving it in amongst each other lots of interesting things and i, well, I knew the end of episode two i thought it was fantastic it's like this is exactly the sort of life is strange i loved when i played the first se- first series so yeah. i thought this is brilliant uh, episode three i don't i mean having just finished it i don't think it was anywhere near as bad as you and everyone else had made out it it definitely dropped the ball in terms of like bringing bring all these fantastically interesting storylines together in a way that was satisfying it just it sort of it felt like it sort of forgot a lot of that and just like oh, we're just going to push this forward and then bring in some other angle which like come from nowhere um, which angle with, we can um, talk about with it uh, with Elliot um, yeah, what? Yeah, what was that about? Like, what? That, that it was just. I mean, I'm not going to spoil it, but that's just. I thought it was random. Here's a character who was in before, but suddenly the way he acts is just weird and strange. And yeah, but basically, the, the, we can't talk about what happens, obviously. But there, there's a bit where a character completely changes their character, like everything about them. They're like, why are you doing this all of a sudden? Where has this come from? It makes no sense. Yeah, I mean, it although, feels like a lot was. I mean, cut. Th- th- that was weird because it's totally out of character. But I will say that. Um, 
maybe in, in other games or maybe in Life is Strange in, in the last series, they might have potentially like given you a hint that, oh, maybe he could, he is capable of this sort of thing. You know, he had another different side to him. But the fact they didn't, in one way, I was like, wow, that's that's totally out of the blue. But also, it's, it sort of shocked me in a way that, you know, it was good, actually. Um, but I no did, way. I, no, no, I, I thought it was strange, but also I was like, wow, I did not see that coming. And it was if I had, like, dropped hints or foreshadowed it. I'm like, oh, okay, well, he's this sort of thing. So it was weird, but also it got a bit more reaction out of me than it would do if it was just... Oh, is it a little bit... Yeah, I don't know. I, I thought that was, that was interesting, at least. Oh, but, fair enough. But what, um, what about the stuff with the mum at the end? Like, didn't you think, what yeah, the... Yeah. This makes zero Again, sense. Like, None the, of this makes sense. Yeah, like, the, there was a storyline with the mum, but then suddenly that was something else. Yeah, I mean, basically, episode three... Excuse me, I, I thought it was disappointing, but I don't think it was anywhere near as bad as, as the way you made out. And I thought the last sequence with the song was absolutely brilliant. Uh, I, 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 the soundtrack in this game, and, and even like the, yeah, again, the main Life is Strange was fantastic. I, lo- I love it overall, and I, ca- I can't wait for the proper season two. Um, and I'm really glad to play this. And I, the, I, I like that there were some nods to uh, to to the previous game. Obviously, obviously, this before the storm uh, miniseries is like a prequel. So yeah, I, I like the fact that there were some nods here and there, particularly with like hair colour and, and there's little things here and there which I think you wouldn't know about and it doesn't really distract if you haven't played the main Life is Strange but if you have, there's like, there's some nods there to, to to her past. And actually, it sort of makes you want to play Life is Strange again, not the main one. And oh, now that I know on, a bit Matt. more about... What? You don't play anything. You're not going to replay Life is Strange. I'm just <laughs> saying good point. it makes me want to because I know more about her, her backstory. Is it so I'm, that every three weeks someone can talk about Life is Strange on this podcast and I'll sit here and not know <laughs> what the fuck you're talking about? Cause it's John, you should like play really day. <laughs> No, Life is... Um, yeah. I don't think John can play it now after weeks of slagging me off for playing, the, what was it, that stupid high school game you kept calling it or something? It that's was the, like, uh, every that, time- that sounds like Chet Ruivers. That doesn't sound like me. Anyway, I'm very glad to play that, and um, yeah, I, I I'm glad you was, feel like that. It's worth. Playing. I'm glad you feel like that because I, I, I mean, I think I was just utterly really disappointed with that third episode. Yeah, I can imagine. And had I not had that, I would have, I would have loved it. So, like, I know it's stupid to say, but I would have just, you know, adored it so much more how, if I hadn't um, had that massive how disappointment. Soon, so you obviously played it when they were coming out properly, and I just I blitzed a whole lot in like a you know yeah. a couple of weeks. But so how long was the gap between episode two and three for you? Two months, I think. Yeah, I, I guess two months. You know, two was so good, and if you're like, oh, you know, two was amazing, and then building up, building up, I can see why it'd be more disappointing. Whereas for me, one, I knew that you guys all thought it was a bit disappointing, and two, I just went straight into it after. Oh, yeah, the second one. Helps. So the expectation. It, it didn't feel yeah. bad. It w- didn't stick the landing. Um, at, but it, you know, it, it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't terrible. It just wasn't as good as episode two was for me. Um, so I played that, and I played more Dark Souls, of course. Um, I'm. I got. I went. I got to second bonfire and Londo. So well, let me just. Can I, John? You've. Um, have you caught up with Matt's stream? No, I didn't see so, this weekend's one. Those of you that that are listening for the first time, Matt does a Dark Souls stream every Sunday night. Um, you know, our time. So was it nine nine p.m. nine p.m. Uh, yeah, GMT. Yeah. But the honestly, his stream on Sunday night was so good. He, I mean, it was funny. I mean, the majority of it was him talking about his electronic skateboard. To electric. Be fair. electric skateboard. <laughs> but um, the, the the fact that he was there was a wonderful moment. You know between the first and bomb, uh, second bonfire in Anna Londo, there's that, uh, the, the archers, oh, right? Oh, God, yeah. 
Yeah. So at one point, Matt finally got, I mean, it took him about 20 attempts. He finally got past the archers, then ran straight ahead to where that spiral staircase is, where another knight is and he killed him. So he ran straight past the bonfire. You should have seen the chat. The chat were going, stop, no, 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 you've run past the bonfire. Go back, go back. And he, he ran past them. He just got killed and went, okay, I'll do that again. And we were just like, no. Yeah, I mean, I, um, I, I looked at the, the, both the doors and um, for some reason I thought, well, the doors would be open. I just didn't even think to check the doors. I just looked and thought, there's doors there. And then when I'm, I, I've, in my mind, you said, there's, there's doors bo- there. In my mind, I was like, there's a bonfire here. I'll I'll look at it. In my head, it was like, there's going to be in the open. But no, whatever. I died. Uh, but I carried on it and I pushed through and I eventually did get there. I learned parrying now. Parrying is really yeah, fun. You didn't just eventually get there. The way you got there in the end, I mean, it took him about another 10, 10 attempts, John. But the way he got there in the end was so good. Like, he ran up to the, the archer on the right hand side. Mm. The archer got his sword out. He parried him and like hit him twice and then just strolled past him under the bonfire. Like it was for me, it was like I was holding up the shield and hoping and hoping the guy fell off the ledge. Like Matt just strolled up, parried him twice, (laughs) killed him and then walked on. It was like I I sat there because I missed that. Um, I had to go to bed, but I watched it next morning and I was like, fuck Matt, fair play. That, that is a class way to get past those guys. And all right, it took you a fair few attempts, but. You bossed it at the end, like absolutely. It's really fun. Parrying is really fun as well. I'm definitely going to try and do as much as I can for other enemies. That's where I learnt parrying. Uh, Not not on the archers, but on the knights. uh, After this second bonfire, I just spent ages learning it because you will need that skill later. Yeah. Um, and that's a great place to learn it because yeah, it's really handy. So, um, um, I mean, how much of Anlondo have I done? I I presume I obviously I need to go to the bosses, but technically half of it. Okay. Um, but but the second half will take you forever. Yep. <laughs> it will take you a long time. Uh, well, no, I think anyway. Who knows? So I mean, yeah, I'm really. You know, you got Ornstein in space to go, and possibly Lutrec, which you'll want to take down to get the. Uh, uh, sorry if you've not played Dark Souls. This is all just sounds like nonsense, but um, you'll you'll definitely want to get the Firekeeper Soul back for uh, for um, what is it? What's it called? What's that place called with the music, Matt? With the music? Oh my god. Yeah, the place with the music, the bonfire. Oh, Firelink, Firelink Shrine? Firelink, Firelink, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, uh, th- 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 there's this woman next to the bonf- the first bonfire in Alondo, and she, I can uh, upgrade my Estus if I give her the fire, some fire yeah, thing. Yeah, don't, mm, don't do that okay. if you beat save the trick. Save okay. Yeah, save that. But okay, no, um, I, I, I really enjoyed the stream uh, last night. It was pretty wild is yeah it was all over the place and like you know most of the chat were having their own conversation about all sorts of things i was just carrying on with this it was yeah it was really fun uh i loved it and and of course i got i half of it was just an ama but i was answering questions about the skateboard and i want at one point i had to leave the stream to come back and show everyone my helmet everyone was <laughs> right okay his actual Sorry. crash helmet from the yeah um john everyone was saying i cannot believe you wear a helmet because you know you see these uh, people running these skateboards yeah. all over YouTube and stuff. None of them were wearing helmets. Matt's got like this bash out or whatever. And he was trying to say, hey, no, I mean, I could fall off at 20 miles an hour and, and hit a stone. And, you know, I don't want to do that. And I just thought, that's not Matt talking. That's Jill. <laughs> that is Jill. <laughs> oh, no way. I mean, she forced yeah, you to get that. I'm, I'm going to wear she it. She forced you to get it. No, she didn't. Matt, I, I, I bought it before she even asked, but now obviously she. Matt, I know you so well. There's no, no, no way no, honestly, that you wanted to wear. Fight. There's no way. I, and we, we talk. We've been over this. I'm happy to wear yeah, it. You usually don't care. You usually just do what the people on YouTube do. 
Um, There's yeah, no way I you went into they, no I think if they're, they're not wearing helmets, frankly. It's fucking mm. dangerous. Whatever. Yeah. Dark Souls All is right. amazing. I'm loving it, and I'm, I can't wait to get back to it next Sunday. It's a good game. It's it a good is. game. Uh, John, what have you been playing? Uh, so, yeah, it's been a couple of weeks, isn't it? Um, I've been playing a few odds and sods here and there, but the, the main thing I'm going to focus on is I did manage to, to finally finish Celeste, and that is uh, one special, special platforming game. I mean... Up there in the pantheon of the greats, quite frankly, up there with the Super Mario worlds uh, and the likes, like purely from a mechanical point of view, we'd already talked a lot about how accomplished it is. Obviously, its background coming from uh, Matt Thorson, the guy who made Towerfall, it was always going to be uh, solid mechanically, and it kind of goes above and beyond that as you get through uh, I remember James talking about chapter 5 of the the 7 I believe chapters that are in the game being a special yeah. one uh, and it absolutely is um just just an ingenious chapter both uh, mechanically and in in fact narratively but uh, towards the end of the game I don't want to even spoil anything really but uh, like it's a game about climbing a mountain and the the end involves a lot of climbing and that whole sequence is just it's just like, it almost reminds me of the special road in Mario World, you know, when you go into space and do all those levels that are called like groovy and gnarly. Yeah, and yeah. Like it's pushing the very limits of the mechanics that you've learned throughout the game, uh, you know, pushing them to the absolute max and asking you to do things that at times almost seem impossible, but then, you know, quickly you realize that you are capable of doing it. And it just strikes that balance so well. I, I couldn't believe how good it was. And then on top of that, it has this really quite special um story basically and i have a few misgivings about it which i'll go into ever so slightly in a minute but overall it's basically just like a a kind of an allegory and kind of an explicit uh, game about anxiety and depression specifically anxiety and uh, sort of overcoming that and dealing with it Uh, and it does it in a far more accomplished way a far more uh, intelligent way a more thoughtful way than pretty much any game i've seen certainly games that are you know purport to be actually about that stuff or a game that i'll talk about in a minute which uh, handles that stuff uh, about as badly as you possibly could but uh, celeste is just done with with such craft and care uh, and in a world these days of um, you know safe spaces and, and people sort of carrying into their shells and all that all, all that sort of stuff that uh, and this terrible advice that you see given out on social media about how to protect yourself from anxiety, which is like the counter opposite of the the clinical uh, uh, advice that you actually get when you go and see professionals. Uh, a game like Celeste, it clearly comes from a place where somebody who's who's been through that, who who's certainly probably been counselled around that sort of stuff. And I talk from experience, and because I I suffer from a bad anxiety disorder, I don't, you know, I'm happy to talk about that. It's very vicious. Uh, and can be quite debilitating and uh so you know obviously this game holds a special place in my heart um i think the only downside to the to the narrative which is all told through just brief kind of the opposite of yakuza i guess brief uh, and very sort of economical little conversations between the characters just written up in text at the top uh, at times it's just a little bit too explicit about what it's all about it, it feels the need to do one or two sentences about i suffer from this and this is what it makes me feel like and i just think that the game explained that and showed that with through mechanics through the bosses that you fight just so beautifully that it didn't need to be that explicit and if i'd be, you mm. know if i'd been able to come in and be an editor i'd just chop those lines out because it, it just it, it just didn't need them it kind of cheapens it ever so slightly and i get it if you're younger um or you know you know that's that's a bit condescending but do you know what i mean if you're 
it might help some people understand what the game's about. So I guess in in that respect, it's good. But I just yeah, I don't think it needed those lines. It was a bit you know, it's a small criticism. It's got to be hard. It's just I I could be wrong, but it's got to be hard for a smaller team. hundred oh, percent to have the confidence to drop lines like that to to turn around and say, you know, I think they'll get it from just this. Like they they've obviously got something to say with this game and there must be that fear amongst them saying are people going to get this if we don't spell it out a little bit well yeah and it's it's totally true and to be honest I was kind of picking up on where it was going quite early on because I could it felt like it was speaking to me in a way that you know hopefully it doesn't speak to a lot of people in the same way quite frankly because I don't want other people to 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 go through that sort of stuff necessarily but you know so maybe the fact that it does get a little bit more explicit there's one particular scene i guess you can call it where um the main character madeline's talking to another uh, another character from the game there aren't many characters in the game three or four uh they're just talking at a campsite and has some dialogue options it's, it's a really nice moment but i think it could have been better with you know less uh less obvious dialogue but uh, again if that stuff hadn't been in there i think you might be right that, that it, it probably maybe wouldn't have got the praise that it's got across all the reviews and conversation uh, from everybody that really gets what it's about so uh, you know in that respect you're probably right but from a personal point of view when you're dealing with something that's near perfection and it just drops the ball ever so slightly for you it's a shame yeah. but i mean like these aren't i, I don't even want to harp on about that like i said the tiny misgivings when you pick holes in something that you you consider truly great i would easily give this game 10 out of 10 uh, i i think it's a, a phenomenal phenomenal piece of work amazing platform game an amazing uh a very special game and, and, and like good eight hours as well it's not that short um in terms of gameplay how frustrating does it get because obviously really. it's pandering to the the this is rock hard yeah and it's, it is you know, but the quick restarts uh, instant restarts always helps single it? screen yeah i didn't find it was more just like there's a couple of times where i felt like i needed to take a break uh, a couple of times where i felt a little let down by the the sticks on the joy con specifically uh not so much the pro controller but never a point where i just felt like you know like angry or or, or wanted to twist the switch in half and saying that yeah. i do remember elliot say daddy don't bite the switch because i do tend to like tend to bite things <laughs> so i get stressed <laughs> <laughs> so saying that maybe I did get a bit frustrated but I was mainly just frustrated in myself because most of the time you can kind of see what you need to do you just need to have the composure to do it um, yeah you can see what you need to do and, and, and like, the controls are so tight that mm. it's not the controls that let you down it's just your ability to to execute uh, effectively um, yeah. even like, the yeah, but that's are, what these games are about like right because you know Super Meat Boy was very much like yeah. that it wasn't it was a, never a, never at any point did that game stutter to make you lose or or you know there was some weird glitch that fucked you up it was always I could do better here like I'm just I know what to do mm. I'm just not I haven't got the skill to achieve if it I yet, think and about that was frustrating if I personally that, that, you mean it's frustrating in a different way right if I think about the times that games have made me angry FIFA uh, you know the scripting oh, in FIFA, the uh, your bad design in single player games, bad encounter design, poor AI. You know, just like glitches, things like that that have caused you to die, caused you to die ten times in a row. Bad boss design, mm. difficulty spikes. That's that I get angry because of you know the designer. The design has made me angry. Whereas in a game like yeah. this. Even though it winds me up, I'm just getting annoyed at myself. So I, 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 there's never a point. There was literally never a point where I blame the game. I blame the designers. I blamed any anything in the game, like Matt says. So yeah, I didn't find it um, really at all frustrating, apart from just almost like John, you're a fucking idiot type frustrating. But that goes instantly the second you restart. 
So uh, yeah, I, I well, would that's it as this. well. The instant restart stuff is—you can't underestimate how important that is. Because I mean, when we're talking about it's all about the game and your skill level rather mm. than anything to do with the controls or anything that's fucking you up. When you've got a game like, say, Trials, um, that obviously is more physics-based. Yeah. And it, it feels like you can be screwed over a lot more than, uh, yeah. than say, Super Meat Boy. Um, but because of that, all right, you get frustrated with Trials a hell of a lot more than I ever did with Super Meat Boy. Like, Trials used to send me into that cold sweat face where you just feel i can actually feel the sweat on my forehead and it's colder than my forehead um the the you still played it because of that instant restart Mm. like if if there was a loading time between hitting buttons or restart and then that game would have lasted about five minutes but instead i put hours and hours into it because you know so when you've got a game that's so mechanically tight then that sort of frustration is lowered compared to what it is against, like, say, Trials. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just, yeah, it's so important that you restart straight away. Like, it's so important. Yeah, it's fundamental, I think, to, to these types of games, these kind of single screen uh, or, you know, single scrolling screen uh, hell platformers. It's, without yeah. that, you're completely right. They, they basically can't uh, and don't function. Yeah. And, and I mean, the other good thing with Super Meat Boy was when it showed you uh each attempt that you had because i don't know why there was again there was something in my head that when i screwed mm. up in super meat boy i was like at least that looked funny in the well yeah the that, that, i love that feature that's a great feature <laughs> yeah. one more interesting thing it's about just... celeste as well from a personal point of view but um yeah elliot's been playing it or people will know that he's into games obviously and platform games from the super mario video but um he expressed an interest in like the look of it when he saw me playing it and, and he liked the artwork as well. And he's now half, about halfway through chapter four and he asked me to help him and I refused because um, I've seen him be capable of doing the difficult bits and I figure, well, if I'm going to do this screen for you, you're not going to be able to do the next screen. So yeah, what's the yeah. point? You might as well not play it. And um, yeah, I was amazed. That, uh, Matt knows the, the, the sort of boss rush, boss fight chase at the end of the third stage is pretty t- is pretty tough right yeah it is. and yeah he actually finally managed to do that on his own his death count for chapter just chapter three was 814 which is huge <laughs> but that i'm just i feel like a it's the immaculacy of the game's design is what's allowing him to kind of remain calm and just keep going and understanding you know He's getting a bit frustrated, but he, he's kind of talking through it with me. And it's been amazing to watch as well. Watching a six-year-old do that stuff is still pretty damn impressive because the game is so hard. Oh, but, gotcha. you know, he, he yeah. continued, blows me away in that respect. But also... I, I struggle with that. I struggle with how, when I should take over. And obviously, Harry's a lot younger. Yeah. So he's a lot more emotional when he can't do yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Well, he's ju- so he's it, literally just turned four, isn't it? I felt like with Elliot, it started yeah. to shift. It started to shift a bit at four, but it's only now really six and a half with a lot of gaming experience behind him as well that I'm being a bit more firm. And it's and again, it's only on certain games. Like, I will help him when a game involves a puzzle that involves logic because he's pretty six, you know. Like, he can't do a Zelda dungeon. It's His brain just yeah. doesn't work like that. Yeah. But something is, you know, 2D platformer where you can see how to get to. A couple of times I'm going, I think you need to do this, you know. Give me a bit of a hint. But, um, yeah, not actually doing any hands-on help. But, you, yeah, I think there is a tendency with parents and this is a slight tangent 
to to always want to help right and it's this this classic trap that you have as a parent where you know you want to do everything you have to do everything for years anyway because your kid mm. is just like a fucking weird plant pet that can't do anything and then it comes a point where you have to start being harsh i feel hard i don't feel nice saying that to him i won't help you no i won't help you in this fucking video game you have to sit there and do it yourself but um it's just to try and help him and hopefully i i, I genuinely think as well that that attitude of not giving up and staying calm and mentally focused and playing this game yes, life skills yeah definitely i think that'll help in life and i like stuff that's transferable like that so um yeah we yeah. shall see but i you know I, I can see him finishing the game it might take him a long time but he has the tools no, I'd tell you the one. I'd tell you the one thing with Harry. I mean, I, he blows me away what he can do already. Yeah. You know, he's wall jumping, he's doing that um, ground pound jump, and uh, he could do one of those hat fling things. Yeah, and he's yeah. fucking four, so it's like blows me away. But <laughs> there is still that moment where he falls off the edge of the Lost Kingdom down to that dark mm. bit of the forest where the dinosaur is, where his face just drops, and like he's like, like he's genuinely scared. And I'm like, okay, don't worry, just give it to me and yeah, I'll, yeah, yeah. I'll get you back up there. I'll find the nearest vine and get you I back up there. I remember playing um, Mario 3D World with Elliot when he could play, but he couldn't have, you know, that there's a couple of levels where you go on the back of like a weird sort of dinosaur. dinosaur. Yeah, yeah. He yeah, could yeah. not handle that dinosaur falling down to his death. Like it used to make him well up and burst into his, now he doesn't give a shit. But, um, and also he can smash that level out, no worries. But yeah, he, he, he literally couldn't play that level because it upset him so much. So that's probably something that scarred him forever. But you know what? Can you do? Yeah, it really affected me the other day when we were playing Mario and Rabbids, and um, uh, we was like killing the rabbits, and he just he just turned around to me and looked at me and went, "Like I defeated one of them," and he went, "Is that rabbit dead now?" <laughs> and I was like, "No, no, he's just uh, he's just not here anymore." Yeah. <laughs> so I'm now at the say. age where I say, "Yeah," <laughs> which is fucking yeah, crazy because you watch me play Monster Hunter, and I'm like, "Well, yeah, we're just gonna carve the monster up and." take its skin and use it as armor you know and also the food you eat is dead animals so uh, you know that's life i'm um, pretty sure that monster's now going to be under your bed haunting you because uh you killed it so good night yeah they're not scary though the monsters in that game but yeah it's parenting it's good fun Fair. so um moving on yeah honestly celeste please play it uh everybody uh, an amazing game um moving on a game that i was asked to review by trusted reviews um i'd never heard of it uh, it just came into oh, to a big gaming website john a bit harsh what <laughs> <laughs> so we've done that matt um that was good he likes the old switcher yeah. so uh matter. this game is called past cure now i'm almost certain neither of you have heard of it because yeah no past cure yeah. it's a weird name right um, I think I might have seen it on like one of those websites where you sign up to get code and that, but other than okay. that, no, yeah, I don't yeah, know yeah. anything about it. Um, so yeah, this came it came in. I said I'd do it, and uh, it's basically it's fucking hard to describe. Actually, it's a German game. It's in, done by an independent studio, but it looks like it has like AAA standards, 3D game. You know, uh, it's an action game where you play, and this will this will be a good indication of where we're going. You play as uh, a guy called Ian. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, tell me more. <laughs> there needs to be more Ian's in games. Yeah, well, I mean, one of gaming's biggest icons. Yeah, personally, <laughs> Ian. <laughs> That's new character. Ian, Ian. Ian is haunted by dreams. Wow, how many of, names has he got? Yeah, he's, he's triple Ian. Yeah, uh, Ian cubed. <laughs> triple um, 
he is haunted by dreams of mannequins, right? So uh, I'm making this game sound more interesting than it is. He, he, basically, the game starts where you're, you're like third person guy. He's like the most generic looking game character of all time. He has like sort of hair, a beard. He's wearing a suit. He wears his suit to bed every day. He never changes his clothes. But that's another, that's another, another fact. Good he luck. starts a game in his weird, like fucking weird room and his weird mannequins keep coming out and you're shooting them in the head. And you're like, oh, well, I mean, this isn't hugely original, but it's all right. Uh, and then he wakes up in bed and you go through this like two hour fucking arduous tutorial of how to play this basic, basic ass fucking action game basic stealth, basic shooting, and then these weird, like, puzzle sequences where he can astrally project and go and hit switches. But he basically does is crouch down, looks like he's got a migraine, and then you just fly about for a second in first person (laughs) and, like, hit a fucking weird switch that's in the sky in his weird room. Um, And he can also slow down time, but it's really shit. So, and they, 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 they talk about those two things. You have to basically do an hour of tutorial to, to use both those things. You've used them a million times in a million other games. They're not difficult. They're in other games. Anyway, yeah, past cure. Um, after all this, this sort of three hours of build up, this guy is waking up. He's having these nightmares. He's lost the last three years of his life. His memory's gone. Um, the only person he speaks poor to Ian. is his, what? I said, poor Ian. Yeah, but Ian's, Ian's suffering, mate. He's suffering. Although he has a fucking nice house, uh, a beach house, and he sleeps in a suit and just only wears a suit. So he. Uh, I can't imagine ever sleeping in a suit. How uncomfortable would that <laughs> well, be? He doesn't, you have, really come he doesn't have any duvet either. And he sleeps on his back. What? Yeah. <laughs> he Ian's just weird. sleeps on his back Ian's in his weird. suit. But, um, so the what, only person he speaks to is this guy called Marcus who. Well. He keeps calling you brother, but I don't know if it's like Desmond in Lost or if he is actually your brother. I couldn't work out. I think he's actually your brother. He's not Scottish. Um, and like, there's this massive build-up to this first, like, you're going to go to this hotel and there's like a lead there and you're going to find out what's going on. You're going to find out all this, because you've seen a lot of surreal shit before then. And you're going to find out like, what's happened, why you've lost these last three years of your life. And then you go there. And it's a parking lot. It's not a hotel. It's a fucking parking lot. And then you go through a door and it's another bit of the parking lot. And then you go up some stairs and it's another bit of a parking lot. It's like, what the fuck? What is this hotel? It's just parking lots. And then you go in and there's people in there and you have to either like creep up to them and do a stealth kill or shoot them. And like you can shoot them in the head and nothing happens. Or it's just. It's just bad. What? It's just bad. Like it's just one of those games that's badly made. You don't really see any, you know, for long anymore. You know, you pop up from behind cover, bang, bang in the guy's head, nothing, bang. Oh, that time it hit him and he died. Just, just, just bad. Really? Yeah, that, like, what? So it's glitched. Just bad. Yeah, just bad collision detection, badly made. And then I was looking at it more, and I was like, God, this game's fucking dreadful. And then I was looking like all through all these parking lots, like the, it's done in mazes of cars, like you see that in games before. But I was looking like. You couldn't even even got the cars in here. This is impossible. A, there's no doors to get the cars in here, but they're all parked <laughs> nose to nose in a in a way like they're just it's physically impossible. I mean, I can't believe you made this game. So I felt bad. So what what, what sort of what's it look like? What is it first person? No, sorry, third? It's third it's third person action game. And it looks okay. Uh, I had it running on the PC. Um, really weird. It would go from super smooth to. Uh, like basically breaking and skipping like an old CD and, you know, when you were trying to run with your Discman in your pocket back in the day. And I was like, okay, well, I'll change the graphic options. Maybe it's my PC. No graphics options. There's an option for graphics options. We go into it, nothing there. It's just empty. So <laughs> I was like, well, okay, well, there's not, not a lot I can do then, is there? It's not really, you know, I can't turn it down. So this just, this just runs like this. And it's just... 
a truly, a truly <laughs> awful game. Um, I gave it one and a half stars. Sorry, just to explain that. So you go to graphics options, yeah. and it's just a blank screen. Yeah, it's just a blank screen. There's... I don't know if they patch them in <laughs> graphics options. I don't know. <laughs> Brilliant, but. Yeah, just, just, just the, and you just like, you go through, and I was like, okay, I'm going to get through this eighth bit of parking lot, and it's definitely going to be the bit now. It's done, I'm definitely going to find out what's going on. I'm going to find this lead. The story's going to continue. Go through the door, parking lot, more guys. And you're just like, I can't, I cannot, I can't do this anymore. This is like playing a game from 15 years ago that was bad then. Uh, I haven't played a game that shit in a long, long, long time. Fucking awful. Ian, sort it out, mate. Honestly. <laughs> well, Ian, get out of that suit. Get a, get, just get a, a good night's sleep in, and then you won't have to put up with this shit. <laughs> so, what I'm thinking, I like want to hear more 10, stories of that. There, 10 out of 10. There, there must be more stories uh, like that about games that have options that are just completely blank, or, you know, there's something that they've completely missed. Um, I, I, please email them in because I want to hear. Yeah. I love stuff like that. I mean, fuck it's that, just like, so funny. The, but you look at it, like, in the trailer, you can watch the trailer and, like, damn, this looks all right. Like, it looks interesting. They. they you know, there's a lot of evil within in there. There's a lot of, um, like, they, the developers say they wanted to make, like, the Inception video game. They, they did, they didn't quite, didn't quite manage that one, unfortunately, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, at least the, they tried, um, but, uh, I, well, at least they tried. Is that a fair thing to say? No, probably not. I don't think that, you know. Hold on. What was, so, you know, the car park? Yeah. Is that essentially in a dream? No, 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 this is real. This is the hotel that you go right, to. Right, that's real. But you know, it, okay. it reminded me of, you know when you have your kid's garage where you have like, the, the the bits that go around the outside, like the ramps and all the garagey bits around yeah, the outside yeah. of a building because the only thing, the only reason it exists is just stick toy cars on. This is what this hotel yeah, was. Yeah. It was just this sort of <laughs> multi-story car park wrapped around a building that you could never get into because every single staircase was blocked. It was just... <laughs> Fucking hell. I like those bits on those those little garages that you buy that just have bits of road that lead to nowhere. Yeah. That just lead to carpet. Yeah. And you're like, well, where do I go now? Yeah. I'm just off road. Yeah. Um, you, the, the tutorial you speak mm. of is sounds oh, like every first tutorials you speak of. <laughs> sounds like every first person shooter tutorial ever because it's the same deal. You like you look, you start playing a, a first person shooter game mm. and you're walking through a thing and it goes, oh, press B to crouch. Yeah. Press A to jump over this, and I'm going. It, sorry, if you're not instantly just pressing every button to see what it does the moment you get into a first-person shooter game, then I don't know what you're doing. I already know how to crouch because I, I just jammed all the buttons as, as the moment the game loaded up to see what it did. Yeah, um, you don't absolutely. need to tell me how to crouch down here. It's not needed. Or the, or the games that go. Look, do you remember? This still happens occasionally. Definitely during the Xbox, um, the original Xbox era and into the 360 era, you would start a first-person shooter game and it would go, okay, look up to oh, the yeah. light. Now look down. And you're just like, oh my God, I cannot believe I'm doing this again. It, it, it Do was you quite want new to in invert? Halo when they did that. I was like, oh wow, this is sort of incorporating, you know. Yeah, but now it was it's new like, in Halo because that's how they started it. But then when you're playing like, you know, Games like a lot later on down the line, you're like, "Why am I doing yeah. this?" Yeah, like, well, when you're playing, when you start and changing your option. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Although I wish I would make it clearer. I know it's bad, but I I still can't wrap my head around of X axis or Y axis. Just say up or down. Just say, do you want up and down invited? Yes. Are you an architect? Well, I, yeah, I don't work in cool. X and Y. Cool, yeah. 
I mean, fair enough. Well, I don't know. Well I, I, you know, I know yeah. even less than you about architecture, but uh, well, I thought you'd have at least known the two fucking planes of axis. But on David's drawings, it's just like up and down. Yeah, <laughs> up, down, left, <laughs> right. Up, down. I've changed it. Uh, that's why half my buildings end up in wrong cities. <laughs> right, next. <laughs> no, I've got one, next, I've got one more. No, 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 I bought the bayonet a double pack on Switch. Uh, I had a lot of training. Oh man, I'm tempted. And uh, yeah, I mean, I've been playing the first one. Um, it's just still an absolute stormer. Um, it's difficult to see Bayonetta on the screen, uh, on the Switch screen, a little bit, you know, a lot going on and it's quite small, but it's not uh, too much of a problem. And uh, yeah, just, you know, I don't need to talk about how good Bayonetta is. Uh, I hadn't played it for a few years and I never actually finished it, but um, you know, some of the stuff isn't dated as well. I'm skipping all the cutscenes. They're not charming. They're just annoying. They go on for ages. And I'm, I'm no, just, I like them. I thought I did. I liked them back in the day, and I'm sure they, I think they're tightened up for two. But yeah, fucking, they do go on. That little Joe Pesci guy is going on and on and on. Or the, oh, the yeah, guy yeah, in the bar. Does, yeah. It's like, mate, I don't give a shit. But I'm enjoying The biggest it. problem with one when you go back to it is realizing how little licensed music they got in it. And it's got the, just oh, the yeah, same bit of music on repeat. Oh my yeah, God, I, I can't yeah. believe you're doing this one yeah. again. Yeah, but, but, uh, but really enjoying it, obviously, like mechanically it's phenomenal but um i I was kind of wishing for some more more fighting less platforming i forgot how much kind of weird platforming stuff there is in the game yeah there is a bit um but you know it's 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 quite old now eight nine years or so is it um i don't know but 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 the encounter design like when you're in the fights is just absolutely superb like the responsiveness the ridiculous amount of um attacks that you're you know in your arsenal how batshit crazy it gets some of the set pieces you know i don't we all know this sort of stuff we know this about the game and i'm very much looking forward to finally playing the second game i have the second game on wii u it's been in my drawer ever since i got it but it's just not really a game i can stick on in the lounge it's just like i can't bother yeah, with that yeah, conversation because yeah, i've that. seen those i haven't played either game uh, i've just what i know about the game is that it's got that it's, it's yeah it's got the female character with like glasses and whatnot and sean had a wank over um but like, um, <laughs> like even, I've seen those like, Instagram adverts for this, and and they're all like obviously incredibly sexualized. It's like nonstop climax action, take a with you wherever you want. Does the whole game like play on that hypersexuality? Oh god, yeah, yeah massively, yeah, yeah. But it's just her, it, yeah. her clothes are made of hair that when she does a special attack disappear. Yeah. She just right. goes naked for a bit. It's it's, yeah. it's kind of funny and tongue in cheek, and also you know the character herself owns it she's she's the dominant character in the game yeah she's the dominant character in the story by a mile everyone else is a chump compared yeah. to her so i think in my opinion is not remotely sexist um there yeah it's just like it's more like something i don't know like i could but, go but, into but, it deeper, yeah i mean i've never got a good i've never got a good barometer with this stuff anyway but i never like i look at you know i'm i very rarely get outraged by stuff which is probably a personal flaw or whatever. Um, but no, there's that's stuff not in what Yakuza- listeners of this show are thinking, but okay. There's stuff, there's stuff in Yakuza 0 where I, I thought, this ain't right, you know what I mean? Mm. And uh, like I've not read about this stuff in this. Um, uh, like, for example, because people want me to give an example, there's a bit in a nightclub scene where um, one guy is just like forcing himself on a woman and then by the end of that scene, the whole like place is clapping him because he's buying drinks for everyone and i kind of think how's that got overlooked how is he getting away with that maybe it's dealt with later on in the story i don't know i haven't didn't get anywhere near finishing that traded it in but uh filth i doubt it it's weird but um the the uh, yeah i never felt that with bayonetta it never felt like i i, I never felt uncomfortable playing it it did feel like tongue-in-cheek and 
that it was part of her character that sort of yeah. sexualization and you know she was using it as a weapon more than anything yeah, else exactly and it's funny and it's daft and it's just uh, yeah like it's, it doesn't yeah, feel maybe I'm bad huh? yeah I mean like, I, yeah, I think you know you know like my my thoughts about a lot of this stuff but yeah um uh, just, at the same time I'm not going to play it in the front room because it's violent it has blood in it and also I can't bother a yeah, conversation totally. of like my wife going so what's happening right now with this it's like, yeah, well yeah. no actually yeah. it's uh, it's like a uh, postmodern parody of uh, sexualization. Uh, no 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 okay. <laughs> yeah. uh, I don't want to do that so um <laughs> Um, just uh, also Sean Adewankover. Um but the the, uh, the the one thing that I you know when I think about playing this game on Switch which you know I'm considering playing definitely the second one well if you buy the second um, one you get the first one sure so that's why I did it yeah. okay sorted well uh, what I'm the feeling that I get is that playing it in handheld mode would not be an issue with this game it feels though the sticks wouldn't be a problem no, and the fact not. that the, you know the controls are not that no small. controls yeah. are fine absolutely fine i'm sure they would feel a bit better doing it on the um the pro controller but everything does but they're, they're, they're absolutely fine and um it's just when it's really mad and say it's like i play on the train so sometimes you have to deal with the the sun especially this time of year so uh, oh, you know God, you yeah. do know what i mean it's just like I can. I'm, it's not even worth talking about. Like, oh, well, the sun shines on the screen. It's not. I mean, that's not even worth saying on a podcast, <laughs> is it? It's just like grow up, deal with it, or just do something else. Get a book out. You know, just fucking do whatever you need to do to get on with your yeah, life. So. James Farley's got that problem every day of the week these days. After he's ripped every single blind down from his house, <laughs> like <laughs> he can't be anywhere in his house and not have sun on the screen. Um, I don't know. I, I just. I, I suppose. It, it's very intense that game. Like you've got to be totally focused when you're fighting, yeah. and that probably doesn't help matters on a smaller screen. There's that, it? and I was on my train journey back after a very long week. After about yeah, I played it for about an hour and a half of a t- sort of two and a half hour journey back, and I must have been like I was like starting to get a real bad headache. And I was like, yeah, I need to to stop this. It's pretty fucking intense. That's a point. Playing it on a train though, you're not worried about like people overlooking your shoulders. I even give like, one naked. quarter of a shit. <laughs> Mate, I, mate, I, like, hey, I don't care anyway room. because it's just like, but they're strangers I don't give a shit but also I, I've been on that train I see some shit man I remember just seeing a guy he was on like some sort of gay dating app felt all power to him but I just happened to glance between the, the seats in front and that was just a whole lot of cocks I mean a lot of cocks <laughs> and he did not care he was just scrolling through scrolling through good 20 minutes and he you know <laughs> He was just uh, organising his evening or weekend for 20 minutes, John? What? Why were you looking for 20 minutes? I wanted to see if you were on there. There's nothing wrong with that. 2018, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I remember, in contrast, I remember um, oh, when I was probably about 18, 19, someone got chucked off a bus for reading um, FHM. Like, okay, and yeah. I think it was after there was no. <laughs> Something's uh, pretty puritanical. He, he was reading FHM on, on a bus, and some guy come up and like the bus driver stopped the bus and got went upstairs and said, "We have reports that you're reading pornography." And he was like, "It's FHM, mate. There's not even anything in it anymore. Like they can't, they banned all that stuff." And he's uh, he said, oh, "I don't care. Get off my bus, you pervert." And that was it. And he got kicked off. And I felt so sorry for the guy, but I just sat quietly. Shit. Meanwhile, meanwhile, <laughs> there's a guy at the back with Encyclopedia Britannica. With a razzle, with a razzle in the middle of it, not knowing <laughs> yeah, anything. That's how you do it. That's how you do it. <laughs> I'm reading the entire Encyclopedia Britannica. <laughs> okay, right. Um, uh, that's it then, right? That's that's your games. 
Uh, yeah, that's a, that. That's what I've been playing this week. Uh, yeah, that's your that's list. My list. Good. All right, should we get on to um, emails and tweets and then get out of it? Yeah, let's do it. So it's emails. If you want to email us, it's the computer game show at gmail.com. And we're going to kick things off with Mr. Christopher Denby. Um, he says that there's no specific rules on it, but most people understand the idea of cult films. Is this such a thing for video games? If not, then why? If yes, then what games should Chet and Nick be discussing on the cult game face-off? And I see what he's done there. If he, he's referring to uh, Chet Roivis and Nick Leonard, who do cult film face-off, shout out to uh, to our friends there. Listen to that podcast. Ciao, bless, Dangleberries. Um, so cult games, I think there totally is. I think there's definitely... I've thought about this a lot, and I'm thinking... Is it me, or do I, I mean, it's because I, it's almost definitely because I'm more ingrained into the world of um, video games than I am films. But it feels like these sort of niche titles, these sort of cult titles, get a lot more coverage than the cult movies do. Is that bollocks? Am I just well, living I in my could, bubble? Yeah, I mean, you could basically argue that Bayonetta is a cult game, really. Like. I suppose you could, yeah. I mean, yeah, in yeah. terms, it's not got had crazy sales. You know, I imagine if I went, uh, you know, more where normal people go, like my gym or, or something like that, nobody's going to really have heard of this game. So, you, and, and then you get stuff like Deadly Premonition, Shadows of the Damned. Monster Hunter will probably yeah, go into that. I mean, maybe. Not now, maybe, because it's been on TV a lot. But, yeah, I think before, no, definitely. Are you getting, are you getting um, th- that computer with niche? Like, cult and niche. What's the difference? Well, cult would be... Well... I'm not. Yeah, I don't know. What difference? <laughs> I, I, I'm Fuck not here to explain that. You're so really I'm, but I'm just brilliant. saying, like, I, I think you probably think Monster Hunter is niche, whereas I, I wouldn't describe it as niche. And I wouldn't, but Right, okay, what's the difference? Well, niche is, uh, you know, a small but very um, invested market. So you can make a lot of money out of a small amount of people. Whereas cult is something that's gained, uh, you know, a, a following over notoriety, uh, uh, yeah, notoriety over a period of time through whatever reasons. So, what what game would you not that we've mentioned would you not count as cult then? Well, no, I I think you would. Yeah, I think you were trying to just put Monster Hunter in, but actually, that's more niche than cult. No, I would say. I mean, I think John's right. But maybe not now that world's out, but beforehand, certainly in this country, anyway. Obviously, not in in Japan, but over here, I'd say it was definitely cult. Like, the people were raving about that game, and it wasn't getting a huge amount of sales. Like, there was a point where, you know, fans of the game over here were saying, maybe the next one won't come out over here, and that's that's really depressing. It, it certainly had that cult following for me. Um, or, or it seemed to, seemed yeah, to I, from I, my I point of view. I think something more like that, Hatter for a Boyfriend or something, that would be a niche Definitely. game, yeah. you know. So the the, the shit Matt, that James you, you were essentially the, the rugby the, fan trying to join in with the World Cup chat, oh, then, up, mate. and then um, at the moment, I mean, at the moment we dug a little yeah, bit, yeah, you yeah, folded. Pipe down. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, d- deadly <laughs> premonition is the first thing I'm thinking about when when someone says is cult that games. Or cult, Matt. It's cult, mate. <laughs> cult. Up I'm yours. looking forward to the next time that you use uh, niche in your next marketing presentation to a client and have to pretend like you know what it means. Well, I, exactly. I'll just replay this podcast and say, "There's your description up yours." Do you want the website? Y- or not? Yakuza? Would you put Yakuza in that that um the, in the cult yeah, states? I, I, I would. I guess you'd, you you might have to go even like there's quite a lot of cult games really. It's like um, PUBG. Okay, moving on. 
Okay, yep, let's go. Right, next up is from Richard Sawyer, uh, a.k.a. Spug. Evening, guys. Great show. Loving... What's up, Spug? <laughs> what is up, Spug? Spug. Let's <laughs> <laughs> have a Spug, Spug Bowl. Uh, leaving... Spug is my boy. Evening, guys. Spug. Great show. Loving the addition of John, even though he will probably be responsible for asphyxiating at least one of you at Resd in April. Brackets, tickets purchased good man being responsible adults what are some of your jam eaters favorite movies and or tv shows i've never heard that turn of phrase before no, jam that, eaters but yeah <laughs> what's that Kids. he means child yeah oh right okay. i've been exposed to zig and Sharko recently and i firmly believe what is that i don't know i'd be better off letting my boy play with cars in the street keep up the good word good work spug uh yeah my kid uh, the youngest is uh blazing amongst the machines all, all day every day all day. Oh God, but that's genuinely okay. I can deal with blazers and mother. I mean, it's the you know when you do that sort of obvious thing of trying to pick it to pieces. Like it is weird. It's fucking you weird. Know, the fact that Blazer's the only one with a driver. Yeah. There's there's everything's made of cars. The crabs, yeah. the flies, everything is a car except for the few humans the last that people are in on it. Earth, it's yeah. like wearing air wheels, you know, stuff like that. Um, I read I read I don't know one of these bloggers that that got passed around on um mum forums and mum groups on facebook going how can how can they make the roads they they've got no hands and you're just like oh yeah i know but shut up <laughs> uh but it, then in the same like uh vein harry turned around to me the other day and pointed at a car and went dad is that car aerodynamic and for a four-year-old that's pretty good <laughs> fair play i mean he should know what it is for fuck's sake but other than that the, him saying that word was impressive enough yeah. for me it's amazing although they, um, a lot of those words come from blaze don't they they like Cody. Yeah, yeah that's it. Shit, yeah. There's that aerodynamic yeah, yeah. song. Yeah, that's where he's got that's it from. Right, yeah. we, Velocity. Is, is Elliot? Is Elliot? Um, into? Is he in the Nick stage yet? Like Nickelodeon stage? Uh, like, is he watching Amazing Gumball and all that stuff? Uh, we well, you know he watched a lot of that shit before, uh, like Adventure Time and stuff like that, um, Cartoon Network stuff. But uh, at the moment, he's he's kind of into movies like actual movies watched all the harry potters with uh, nat so i had to enjoy that this weekend and we were just watching avengers so he's just yeah he's moving on to like films now but then again it was like i caught him watching fucking peppa pig the other day but he's been ill so you know let him off but regressing it yeah. they regress yeah, you know. some, uh, some, I'm, some I'm looking food. forward to harry getting into the sort of nick stage where like there's a little bit more substance to the shows that he watches because at the moment it is paw patrol um, you know, uh, blazing the monster machines and stuff. But then, you know, he he's well into Dougie, and I've got so much time for that show. I love it. Yeah. I think it's really good. Hey, hey Dougie is still Dougie. probably the best kid show that I've seen. Yeah, yeah, easily. Um, yeah, and but he, he, you know, he's, it's not, it's not been too bad. The the phase that I'm worried about, John, mm. is when they get into the proper Nickelodeon, you know, live action sitcom setting. Thing, yeah. yeah all that stuff that I am not looking for. It's coming. Get, it's going to happen. Get him a TV in his room, lid. My dad, my dad had to go through hang time, saved by the bell, yeah. you know, all that sort California of stuff. Dreaming, so I've got to go through oh, yeah. California dreaming. There he is. He had Around a leather jacket. He was cool. Random twist was all right. Yeah. Um, but the, the, like, uh, yeah, right now it is just, uh, yeah, it's, it's basically blaze and, and, uh, and we're going through the YouTube stuff, the, the constant, Super Mario Odyssey <laughs> playthrough videos. It's yeah, the, the, the boys don't really know about that yet. Elliot hasn't discovered. Really, YouTubers. how have you avoided that? Um, the, the Cody watches some of those crazy ass kids ones that they're not supposed to watch now because of that one Medium article where that guy decided that he was a doctor and said that they're 
um, you know, it's going to destroy all children's psychology. And then you watch them and it just... What, Ryan's kids review, toy reviews? No, no, no. You know, like, did you read that article? And like, there's, there's, there's kind of like weird automated YouTube kids videos that are just like weird animations with weird songs, but some of them are really fucking weird. <laughs> and yeah, yeah no? there was this thing, there's like some of them were like quite scary, but this guy just decided... He's it was just like, it was a good that, article, no? but he, you know, like, you know what it's like these days. You can't just write a good article anymore. You have yeah, to be the Yeah, the ones fucking... I didn't get when it's literally like 10 minutes of Peppa Pig crying. It's like, why? Why is that a thing? And it's yeah. got 10 million well, views. Because it's the internet, and yeah. they think it's hilarious. That's that's the weirdest thing. When like Ryan's toys reviews, the first time I I'd never heard of it. The first time I watched it, it was some kid playing with some Hot Wheels or something, and uh, like Harry was watching it, and I just thought, oh, this is awful. Why are you watching this? And I scrolled down, it's like 40 million yeah. views, and I'm like, what, what? And then I looked it up on the internet, and it, Ryan's mum was a teacher. Until she was earning like a million dollars a month on just putting these videos yeah. up. So she quit teaching yeah, and just right. did these. And I was like, what the, you're fucking kidding me. Are you kidding yeah, me? They, My so God. Cody was watching a video of a kid in a soft play place, just like going down a slide, going through a tunnel, climbing up a thing with really weird sound effects. And he's just watching that just like, this is, this is pretty good. So yeah, fuck knows. Kids, aren't they? He's only, he's only uh, in terms of Zig and Sharko, yeah, Elodie's watched that. It's, it's, I'm not sure if it is, but it's, it, it looks incredibly like Ren and Stimpy. It feels like the same animation style. It's that's a bit out there, but uh, yeah, she's watched a fair bit of that as well. Okay, she was into. She's still into Shimmer and Shine. Um, n- uh, no, not really. She's more into things like Luna Petunia. Uh, she's in, she's watching like the Lego Friends stuff on Netflix. Um, uh. My Little Pony still Littlest Pet Shop. Little monsters. Loads on Netflix original series. She's watching that basically a lot. But uh, yeah, Shimmer and Shine. That's right. Are well happy we signed up in it. Yeah, they're well happy right now. Yeah, we we um, we also got Disney Life. So she's um, watched like <laughs> a, a lot of those Disney movies. But that's about it, really. All right, cool. Next. Right, uh, one more email. We've got, hey, fellas, it was revealed during Matt's most recent Dark Souls stream that he has an avid passion for longboarding. So I wanted to ask if the other members of the show had any unusual or surprising hobbies from their past or present. Cheers, guys. Love the show. And that is from Ben. Uh, Dave? Mm. Um, at one point, I did get into games. Well, I say games workshop. I just bought the figures. I didn't play the games or anything. It was M- Mano War, I think it was called. The, the boat one and blood bowl uh but didn't really you know mm. go past i couldn't even paint them i was rubbish i just sort of bought them and looked at them and then that was it um uh and was there anything else really i guess not um i've never i'm just a pretty it was all about football and computer games for me throughout my whole <laughs> life so that, that that was pretty much it i suppose radio's a bit weird like i'm properly not so much these days but i was probably a prop properly obsessed with radio at, at some point listening to weird lbc shows like late at night and discovering um uh new talent and you know because in radio they put a lot of like sort of newcomers in at the you know the graveyard shifts and stuff and then just constantly checking all that stuff out was uh really interesting um but that was about it yeah i mean i've got some weird youtube watching habits i'll tell you that I looked at our TCGS accounts history the other day, Matt, <laughs> oh, yeah. again, because I did that a while ago. And it is like tech video, tech video, tech video, um, road rage, road rage, road rage, tech video, tech video. You you, you know who's been using that account. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's just Matt, Dave, Matt, Dave. <laughs> um, and I've gone through, this is, I don't know, 
do you know those pedo hunter uh, videos? I I can't stop watching them, and I don't know why. I mean, horrific people being like, their lives falling apart in front of your eyes. I guess I'm not gonna lie to you. I find it weird. I don't know why I watch them, but I watch loads of them. It's pretty horrific. Like what actually. Do you like watching? I don't like it though. I get angry. I watch them. I get angry at everything about them. Like it just, I, I don't think it. Yeah, I think because it blows my mind. I don't know. I don't know. Fuck, fuck it. It's weird. Don't watch them. You'll go down a wormhole, and that'll be it. Game over. Okay. We've just been kicked off Dash Radio, but yeah, that was Hi, Dash Radio. Oh, sorry, sorry, Mister Snoop. Uh, yeah, I don't really like. I mean, people know that you know, like uh, martial arts and, and fighting and all of that. But um, apart from other hobbies, not really. Uh, sports, football, and uh, and that, and obviously video games. But yeah, no, not really, Matt. I mean, I mean I've had a billion of course. I mean, yo-yoing oh, at one God. point. Yo-yoing. Yeah, of I, I had this, like eighty pounds. When you were a kid, though, right? Oh, how old was I? Um, oh, it's hard to say. Probably too old. Thirty-one. Well, like 20, you weren't over 25, were you? No, 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 God, no, no. It was um, when I used to, like, be taking those shots for my parents, so I'd know. Yeah, so, like, the ones when they bought out the ones with the lights in and they would spin extra lights, man. I'm not a dickhead. No, it it was, um, oh, God. Matt, you get a fucking electric skateboard everywhere. Of course you're a dickhead. Yeah, well, I've admitted that already. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, you also said you weren't, but okay. Um, No, when those. I mean, they don't count. When you were a kid, I mean, I was into pogs no, and I was no, into no, Mad Max. It, it, I was, was I was older than I should have been, Max, and I Max. took it a bit more seriously than I should have done. And uh, what do you mean? Like, like how? Just, like what? seventy pound? I think. Oh, what's the name of this fucking yo-yo? Seventy pounds. It was an amazing pounds. yo-yo. And I, I basically so. When I was young, my parents, my mum used to take me shopping, all sorts of places. Dad used to work in London, whatever. So, like, he used to basically drop us off on the way, like, often, like, Guildford, Gilf- Kingston, that sort of area, when I lived down south. And I, I, went to, I went to Route 1, which is like the skating shop, and also sold yo yos at the time. And I went there so often, I had friends there. And I basically. <laughs> like, yard skating shop, yeah, I know. I've had a one. <laughs> Route 1's actually the biggest online retailer of skateboards, uh, which I, I thought they were dead, but anyway, whatever. And yo yo's? Uh, what, what, what if you combine anyway, the two? Can you yo yo and skateboard at the same time? Uh, I mean, I, I probably I bet can. That was the I dream. can still split the atom, which is like a really complicated uh, yo yo move. Uh, right. Whatever. Right. You're doing that on stage yeah. at Res. <laughs> yeah, you're, yeah, you took the words out of my mouth there. This is going to be a great stage show. Um, oh, I've had loads of weird hobbies, of course. Um, Dave, well, when he's doing been... it, shall we just all leave out the back and just leave him out there on his own? Yeah, yeah, just, uh, just 10 minutes of yo-yo at the end of the show. <laughs> 10 minutes of yo-yo at the end of the show, yo. <laughs> Come on. Let's, Matt, so you can't just say I've had loads and just mention yo-yo. What, what are those? Uh, I mean, just a- a- any any fad... I've done that. Okay, I never got into Games Workshop. I never, never got into that. I never understood that. Loom bands? That was never a fan. No, but I, loom bands. I think that was no, because that's recent, isn't it? No, that, that, no, I wasn't doing loom bands. Well, the things have I not done? It's pretty easy to count the things I haven't done. I, I never got into. Pogs. No, just tell us. But just give us another example, so at least we can riff on it. Come on. <laughs> okay. Well, um, more recently, um, a weird hobby is that I just I, I absolutely love finding uh, like weird rappers on instagram that think they're massive and and, and they're clearly not and all they fucking hell that sounds pretty yeah good. Like, like, there's one called like six nine and he i mean maybe he is big but he d- he's fucking 
80 million views on his latest video. What are you talking well, no, about? No, no, no. But it's just, his, <laughs> his, I like his these niche are, rappers. His videos are There's amazing. one called, I've discovered this guy 6ix9ine. He's one of the biggest <laughs> artists in the world, but I discovered him. <laughs> I, I found this unknown character called Eminem. <laughs> he's just, he's, <laughs> what's interesting is he's a white man, but he also raps. I can't quite understand. Anyway, I like following the weirdos on Instagram. I haven't really got any other. I haven't got any other habits I can list right now, but basically anything that's been a ridiculous fad in the last few years, that. I, I really thought you were I... going to be like a guy with like 125 followers who talks like he's Kanye West. <laughs> now that I want to follow, but no, you found like the biggest star <laughs> in the world right now to people have, under about 25. Have you heard of Elton John? Let me tell you about this character. Uh, okay, next question. All right, that's, that's emails done. So. It's tweet time. If you want to tweet us, it's at Computer Game Pod on Twitter. All right, we're going to kick things off with uh, Rakaku Police, Tom Doughty. Um, oh, shit, this is, to, this is to James. Well, we can answer it. We'll definitely have a good answer for this one. On. Dr. Farley, what are your thoughts about the CCP potentially removing the term limits for G? apologies if I pronounced that wrong, to remain leader after 2023? Brackets, please don't let Dave shoot this down. Um, Power the good through, thing James. about this, James isn't here, but I've literally got his exact response because I, I posted it in our in our friend iMessage uh, group. Oh, so. God, do we have to? So, Can I just shoot it down? He's not here. I'll shoot it down. I'll shoot it down. I think it's a great idea. Good luck to the Chinese. Next. Darren Gargett. What's the worst game you've achievement hunted for? I'm currently doing Perfect Dark Zero and it's shite, but I'm a micro penis away from completing Rare Replay, which is a fucking weird sentence. That's, that's the <laughs> one and only time that'll ever be said. Uh, I have never achievement hunted anything. I've, it, my brain doesn't work like that, so uh, good luck to you. Yeah, I'm the same. I've never fallen into that trap. I've never got to the point where I've cared about an achievement. I mean, I don't dislike them. When they come up, I'm like, oh, I've got an achievement. But but that's as far as it goes. I've never actively sought out. I mean, there was a few in Crackdown that I was I was going for, but I was never trying to 100% it. And if I didn't get it within like five minutes, I was like, okay, forget that then. Um, so yeah, and how about you, I mean, I have, You don't I really... play games long enough to activate the first achievement, do you? <laughs> Um, I mean, I, there's only two that I can really remember that I really probably focus on. That was he, he's only got two achievements. <laughs> <laughs> His game of scores is ten. <laughs> you quite finished? Ooh, go on, Matt. Yeah, yeah <laughs> one of them was one of them was in the orange box and getting through Ravenholm with just using the gravity gun. You had to like pick up like the saw blades and stuff. I did that. Fucking hell, mate! You talk about this every week. Oh, yeah, right, you did it. Well was, and the other one was the. Uh, Mirror's, Mirror's Edge, Edge one, one which I'm yeah, I, yeah. That, that was <laughs> the fucking answer Christ. I'm literally answering the question with my answer no, you so. said the what's the worst game you've achievement hunted for Half-Life 2 in Mirror's <laughs> Edge <laughs> yeah no that, the answer is no let me guess, let me guess Matt I, I, I mean you haven't told me this story before but am I right in thinking that you tried to do it without killing anyone but then you found out that you killed someone in the first <laughs> level right at the end <laughs> so, is that what happened yeah of course it fucking was next right Petrick uh at PII313 uh, this could actually be uh, weirdly a tweet about micro penises as well depends how you want to read into it last week David critiqued Yakuza 0 for having a small open world would he rather it be larger but full of nothing size over density or was that only specific to Yakuza 0 I like the smallness for a change making it more intimate and with less fluff um, yeah. read into that what you will I mean that's a fair thing to say I don't think I made my point well enough if that's what came across so um i'll i'll sort of clarify that firstly 
you're saying, would you rather replace this bad thing with a bad thing? And I was like, well, no, <laughs> I'd rather it be good. But um, no, my problem wasn't necessarily the size of the world. It, I guess it was more that I didn't feel that I can get lost in it. There's, there's, the, the area is quite small anyway, but there's only a very few amount of like buildings that you can actually go in. A lot of oh, it very does few feel amount. Very few amount. Very few amount of buildings in the box. that you can. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Okay. Come on. I've yeah. I'm all right. It's late. Like it often, um, <laughs> so I can't speak English. And um, the yeah. The, I mean, a lot of the buildings you can't go in. It feels very like lot. a lot of the the. Um, like the characters that are walking about the streets off for nothing. I don't know. It, I didn't feel like I was immersed in that world. And before I traded it in, I thought, do you know what? I'm going to watch some video reviews to see if there's any hints of what I could be missing. And they were saying, oh, it's so great to just walk around the city. And I did not have that experience. I was like, it doesn't, it doesn't feel great to walk around that for me personally, anyway. And I'm, you know, if you enjoy it and you enjoy it, but you I just have could to put that at the end of it. No, I know, I know, but I feel like I do because these people are crazy. The people that like Yakuza <laughs> no, Zero it's way are worse. crazy. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right, just so we're clear. Um, I don't know. I there was just nothing to that world that interests me. Uh, so yeah, that's fair yeah, enough. Have that, have that, you right. bastards. Uh, I've just realised something. James had time to write about Chinese government, not the Guns N' Roses album, album uh, actual Chinese government, but didn't have time to do a couple of news stories. From can't, you can't use that as an excuse. You had time to do stuff last week and James still did do your emails. You can't use that. I've got to defend him there, John. Yeah, you absolute can't. Not <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely can't. Snap. I was going to choke you out, but now you I'm just going to break every ligament in your knee. I didn't quite finish it. <laughs> that is not no what more. <laughs> No more, no more skateboarding for you, Matt. I'm going to break every ligament <laughs> in your knee. Right, moving on. Sam Quirk says, Matt, what product do you use in your beard? And have you had any... Oh, that's a, what an interesting tweet. Have you had any electric skateboard mishaps yet? Uh, what products? <sighs> so I use Brisk Beard Oil, get that in boots, uh, and Woody's Beard Balm. Uh, Fuck it. In terms of the, and I use beard shampoo also from Brisk, I think, but that's just like twice a week. Uh, We've spoken about your beard dam, right? Oh yeah, yeah. I only really, I haven't used, I only really use that once, and I've had like a massive beard trim since then. I don't, my beard is not. You've only really used that once. It's a twenty-five pounds. But it's a hilarious prop for like one sock a Super Saturday. Anyway, um, Jesus. uh, And yeah, I stacked it for the first time on an electric skateboard on, on the weekend, but I'm fine. That's it. So only once. Tom Durbin. Tom Durbin. Um, if you woke up one morning with the knowledge and motivation to make your own game, what kind of game would you make? Um, what type of it? If I had the, um, I sp- I'd like to think, I'd like to think it was like an amazing shooter, but I don't think it would be. I think every time I've added like a game idea that I've been happy with, you know, you get those game ideas and you think, actually, this is a pretty good one. It's always been like an arcade sort of half puzzler thing like freeze it's mm-hmm. always been a bit like that so i'd like to think that it was some wicked shooter where all this cool shit happens but i think it'd just be a, a crappy number puzzle game a number puzzle game a number sixes you never guess what it's like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um what about you john you must have game ideas yeah, all the time yeah, to be honest like not massively not massively um 
Uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> no, 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 no. Just let me fucking speak. Honestly. All right. But, that cat there, I, I just wondered. Fuck, one second. Dead yes, air, John. Dead air. Second. We don't want that in this show. Shut up, both of you. Ooh. My game's going to have music in it, oh, so okay, fucking deal with it. Uh, here's mine. Whoa, hold on, it's got music oh, in it. It's got music in it. flow for that. No, about music. I mean, it's about music, not that it's Why got music it, in it. John, it's about music. Game. John, I'm going to... Yeah, there'll be I'm, enemies in it. John, it's green lit. If, it, if you've invented a oh, game with music that's what it's in called. it, mate, I think that's a winning combination. It's lit as fuck. <laughs> fucking green lit, boy. I think Matt could come up with a very uh, uh, unknown rapper that could be in this. Yes, little little name man of Doctor Dre. Called, uh, no. um, I, I, so you see things like Game Maker and people making their own games with that, and I think, oh, that must be amazing. But honestly, I don't think I I have a single game idea. I I what I, I, I thought, oh yeah, there's so many options nowadays. People can make their own games very easily at home with his software, and people have made some amazing games from that software. But I just I don't think I've got it in me. I wish I had the ideas, but I, just, I don't. You, you haven't got it in you to complete a game, let alone complete exactly. designing if a I've game. Time like, to, not... If I've got time, I'm going to try and attempt to turn a game on, let alone... I don't know like that. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm not going to have time to build a game. I wish I had the inclination and motivation and knowledge, but I, I wish don't... I had time to build a game. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? Right. Oodles. Uh, you, oodles... <laughs> Fucking hell. Oodles felt the need to say uh, he got his yearly prostate exam this week. Have any of you guys been through it? If not, please consider booking an appointment. That's a very good statement. Uh, It's something I need to do, you know, so yeah. Do we? People of a certain age. Isn't there an age? Isn't there an age where you you're supposed to start going? I I thought over 30, you know, get it up. Really? I haven't had one. Well, you had fucking, you've had a boat up there, mate. Yeah, but that wasn't a prostate. That was just a tube on my bum to see if I had uh, something wrong with me. (laughs) Prostate sounds fun. I think... I think, but the, but the thing is, right, I think, like, I've, I've got no qualms with going to do that. I genuinely haven't got no qualms with going right. to do that. But I'm sure that there's an age where you're supposed to start going, and I would feel funny about literally going to the doctor and saying, can I have one, please? <laughs> is it now, like, doctor? Uh, that's the no, two that... more years. Is it now? You, you <laughs> okay. were here last week, mate. Is it? You were here yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> and it's me just eventually just pulling my trousers down and bending over in front of him. <laughs> like, well, I'm halfway done oh, now. You might as well sorry, complete the job. Sorry, I've doctor. Is it time? Well, I mean, this is part of the problem, isn't it? Saying stuff like that. That's part of the problem. I think Oodles is correct. I'll get it done. Um, apparently, <laughs> uh, it's like 40 onwards. So... Oodles, right. you're young. So I've got but, um, a few years, few years to right. go yet. All right. Tom Howard, uh, are any of you going to play Into the Breach, the new game from the makers of FTL, which is out uh, tomorrow? Well, yesterday, as you're listening to this, if you're listening it, to it's it, done really well reviews, day, isn't it? it looks... Yeah, it's probably the game I'm most looking forward to over the next few months. I am. I'm going to get this tomorrow PC because only, FTL though, is superb. Uh, yeah, well, I've got PC lid. Yeah. What is it? What what type of game is it? It's a, a turn-based strategy game, but oh, then um, no. With, yeah, I don't think it's it's your cup of tea, but did you play FTL? What a fucking genius no, game that I is. Didn't. No, I've heard nothing but good things, but you know when there's a genre that you go, yeah, I'm not even going to attempt. Um, that's that's one of them. Yeah, it looks like something I could be able to run on the laptop, so um, I'll be... Yeah, I'll get that tomorrow, talk about it next week. Yeah, but, I, I, um, cool. Yeah, if any game that comes out, I look at the website or and or, or whatever page is you know, advertising it, I'm like, there's not a Switch logo there, I'm out. Like I, I, just, I must admit, I was disappointed when I saw his PC only. It'll probably make its way to other things. <laughs> the contrast between like playing a game like that on the Switch and on a PC, 
is is unreal, isn't it? You get on the Switch, you take it anywhere, play it wherever you want, turn on the power button, and you're in the game within a second. Mm. <laughs> like playing it on PC, it's like walking over to your desk, pressing that button, <laughs> logging into your fucking Windows machine. Fuck that. You squares. You absolute squares. Is that it? Are we done for no, questions? No, don't James me. I'm fucking just waiting for you to finish your stupid rant about squares. Right, Nick says, will the Joypods partner survey be making a return for John and Matt? I don't know what that is. What is that? I read this, right? I read this. and thought, Matt, have you not done this? No, because... I'm sure when there's the option last time, we said there's no point, but haven't never really? done it. Yeah, right. Okay, so it. if you didn't know the like, but back if yeah, if you don't know the history of the show, I used to do a show called Joypod, um, and on that we did a partner survey where we each sent a survey like the same questions to our other halves, and then they had to email it back to another person on the show, and we read the answers out on the show. John, that wouldn't be up for that, would she? No. Really? She totally wouldn't be up for it, or are you saying that you wouldn't want her to answer those questions? They no, were simple yeah, things yeah. like, what games annoy you and stuff like that? Well, probably none, because I play them in a different room. But, mm. yeah, no, mm. we're, we're not going to do that. Right, moving on. <laughs> uh, Alex79 UK. What a team player. Well, it's not a Joypod, isn't it? So it's not even the same thing. Uh, Alex79 UK. Hi, lads. Question for tonight. Have you seen the new Rocket League Hot Wheels yet? It looks awesome. And got me thinking, what video games uh, do you think could make great real-life toys? Cheers and good luck with live show. Oh, thank you. Uh, I've, I didn't know they existed. I've not seen Rocket League Hot Wheels. Oh, my I didn't God. Know. Have you not seen it? It's oh incredible. My no, I've not. <laughs> oh, my um, God. Um, no, it was... Uh, so, it's a big tabletop game that you play with your app. Oh, it's an actual uh, game? Wow, yeah, what? oh, God, yeah. God, it's was this last week? This, this. It's tabletop. Yeah, a couple of... It was at the Games Expo thing that was, you know... I don't know what it was at, actually. I was trying to wing that, and I folded. Yeah, but man. <laughs> it, it was like, it's in prototype. They reckon it's going to be out by Christmas. It's this huge tabletop thing where you've got remote control cars. They don't jump. They just push the ball about. But it didn't matter. It looked fun enough as it is. Um, and, yeah, it's Rocket League, but with, like, remote control cars. It looks fucking incredible. Yeah, that, that sounds cool. Yeah, um, oh, I see what uh, you mean now, because when I, the question I was like, oh, okay, well, every game's got, like, a toy, haven't they? Like, the Dark Souls fucking toy but they're more like figurines aren't they he means an actual toy that there's something that you can play with and yeah yeah and it, like uh, i think it's coming out for 80 quid and when i read that i thought fucking hell 80 quid that is a lot of money for that but then i remembered i paid the same amount for a, a garage like yeah. a toy garage oh, God, for yeah. harry this christmas yeah. so i was kind of like actually that's doable <laughs> maybe i should start slipping that into rotation on his youtube channel so that by the time christmas comes out i could be playing rocket league in, in oh the now we room. know now we know yep, how that works yep 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 that's how you do it that's do we know how you do have it. we got any other ideas for other games that could make great real life toys um it's hard they, they need to be like they need to be they can't obviously be anything like assassin's creed or you know anything like that's too big it's got to be sort of single screen stuff um, and I can't really. Um, I, I, maybe FIFA, but with like little men um, and go, go like a little ball. Go on. And you sort of flick them <laughs> and then they knock no. the ball into the Sorry, goal. Maybe that no, one. No, no, maybe that one. I, 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 I kind of stamped on your terrible joke there. Sorry, Either way, it, was, it was a decent joke, but then you didn't, <laughs> you didn't trust me. You didn't trust me. You just want to go, <laughs> I think they've already Sabutio, <laughs> guys. You ruined it. Ruined it. Matt, any ideas? Um, 
I mean, good. No. Next question. <laughs> I said no. Uh, and now, uh, finishing off the tweets, perhaps <laughs> the best... <laughs> you literally did just move on. I thought we were going to let Matt have his moment, but no. <laughs> no. Uh, moving on. Perhaps the best tweet I've had in my time doing this uh, from Mickey Feckin' Duffy, Chunky Duffy on Twitter. Are there any games... That- <laughs> Sorry, are there any games that Maff MAF Murray is good at? <laughs> are there any games that Maff's good at? Um, n- I mean, no. You're not bad at Sega Rally. Sega, yeah, I'll, I'll bet you at that. Yes, I mean, any of the old Sega racing games are, are dedicated. You give him a compliment and he, he, he goes straight out, you day. I know, I know. It's just, it's just, I just, I'm used to it now. And, and also, I'm not that worried because we played. Um, we we went on actual go karts and I beat him twice. Yeah. So it's like okay, you're better at the the computer game, but when it comes to real life racing, mate, you ain't got the chops. Know what I mean? Yeah, but I will beat your Sega Rally, and that's the real quiz. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, no, I'm just I'm just not good at anything really. I mean, I, I mean, I'm bossing oh, bossing up. Dark Souls, but apart from that, easy game, new. Well, yeah, you parried the archers in Dark Souls. That's all right. Yeah, that's a good shout. This is what all I right. said, though. I've, I mean, we've discussed this before, John. Like, when you give Matt a compliment or whatever, like, I hate... Like, I love it when Matt does, like, really good on Dark Souls, but within five seconds of him celebrating, I get angry at him and just think, oh, you're a prick, Matt. But I thought <laughs> you said, oh, you know, one of the best things about you doing Dark Souls, Matt, is that you'll really see it in your face. You'll really see the emotion when you do something good. And they saying, oh, don't yeah, but the, there's a, a difference between going, yes, I can't believe I got through it, and then you going, yeah, like a glove, I smash that <laughs> easy, like, and you just like, okay, don't push it, like, <laughs> just push it celebrate, don't, don't gloat. There's a difference between celebrating and gloat. It's a little bit like a, a cult and niche, but whatever. Like that. Let's go. Is that That's it? it. Well, yeah, I mean, how could you beat a, a tweet like that to end things? Uh, good tweets, and we've got some games next week, so I'm happy about that. Thank you very much, all. End, Matt, um, in brackets, it says on the dock. Matt, remembering that we might have some new listeners this week, what should people do on social media? Yeah, so it doesn't matter where, where you're listening from, be it on uh, Apple Podcasts, of which we are there, um, or Dash Radio, if you're in the States or wherever you are listening to that. Or, or in Snoop Dogg's front yes, room. Yes, or mm? maybe you're Snoop Dogg yourself. Yeah, yes to the day. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we're on uh, every <laughs> podcast service known to man uh, or woman. But if you want to tweet us, it's at Computer Game Pod. You can email uh, the show, the Computer Game Show at gmail.com. We're on Facebook, on Instagram, we're everywhere. We'd we love your Apple podcast reviews, those really help us. Um, we're, we're, I, I, tw- I do streams on Twitch every Sunday night from 9 o'clock. I'm streaming Dark Subs currently. We want to do more streams, but uh, so email us and let us know what you might want us to stream. Uh, and we've got a Discord. Go to bit, uh, bit.ly slash TGCS Discord uh, to join uh, people in our Discord community as well. Also, it's that time of the month again. Um, if you've enjoyed the past month's worth of podcasts, then we will lay down our hat in front of us like street performers, but we won't glare at you if you walk away like they do um, and show you up in front of everyone. Um, you can send us a little tip to say thank you for the past months of free content. Uh, what's the address, Matt? It's uh, paypal.me slash the computer game show. Um, we'll catch you next week, hopefully with a four-man show. Sorry it's been down to three this week, but I think we've carried it. I think we've carried it, to be honest with you, apart from John not giving a fuck about the news. Shut up. I think we've carried it. Thanks for living it. We'll catch you next week. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.